Yes, these are your weekend vibes. <laughs> I'm gonna say this of the Gems and Juice podcast. I see you on the you know. R&B station. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get into a little bit of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, of course, of course, of course. Start your weekend off. <laughs> Happy Saturday, people. <laughs> Keep the request going in. Oh, man. Be careful about that traffic going on. <laughs> man, that shit. Oh, man. See, I, th- I'm trying to get hype for this episode, but this music putting me in a good mood. So yeah. maybe it's good we bumped in with this because I was going to be screaming, screaming <laughs> about how all y'all who tried to play this podcast, mm-hmm. all y'all who say it's too long, all yeah. y'all who say y'all be rambling, don't realize we be ahead of shit. Yes. Okay. Y'all don't get my fucking air horns, man. Get this shit playing. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. Y'all don't realize. Who the fuck else? Okay, y'all know the biggest conversation right now. Meg Thee Stallion, Carl Crawford, Jay Prince. Who was talking about all that shit before us? Two months ago. Two Two months ago. And I was thinking about it even before then. (laughs) Who else talking? You hear that on the Everyday Struggle with DJ Academics and Wayno? You hear that on the Joe Budden podcast with Roy and Parks? Who was talking about Nate Stallion then? Nobody. (laughs) Now everybody want to chime in with their two cents. And we who actually had Carl Crawford on our podcast, we actually had a avenue of information to talk shit. And we in Houston. And we in Houston. Sound. Yes. <laughs> Local podcast, but y'all want to play us. Y'all want to say the podcast too long. We dropping gems. You got eight hours of screen time a day on your screen time on your iPhone and tell you that shit at the end of the week. You ain't got three hours to listen to niggas talk shit and kick knowledge. Let's fucking go, man. Man, yeah. I'm, man. Hyped. I'm hyped. Best podcast in Houston. <laughs> time, time. Best podcast, period, dog. Fuck it. I'm stopping the in Houston only thing. Yeah. We the best podcast around right now. You know what it is. Jim Zeus Podcast, Ryan Rocket, Figgy Fig, Jasmine Bass. You bass now. Okay. You bass. We call you bass. That's your new name. Okay. Man, we getting into it, man. This I feel like Fon Flex, man. Nasty. <laughs> I'm like, put them on the fucking camera. Drop a bomb on a man. That's called bars, nigga. That's bars. That's motherfucking bars, nigga. Put them on the fucking camera (laughs) oh man oh man so i got that off my chest so let's get into the podcast man y'all know we got a whole lot of shit to talk about you know we gonna break down yeah it's gonna be i'm so excited it's been a good week it really has man a whole lot to break down it's funny how these always follow like the driest weeks yeah last week i'll admit we ain't have a whole lot to chop it up about but this week, everything came in waves, man. A whole yes. lot of new music, a whole lot of spicy gossip topics we got to break down, a whole lot of shit, a whole lot of drama, and we're going to break that all down for you and let you know what it really is, all the insider information that we don't have insider information from, but we still going to break <laughs> it down regardless. So, with that being said, how are you guys? We are joined by Figgy Fig and Jasmine. How you guys been doing this week? Good. I'm pumped. I'm, I'm right, been excited right, for this. Right. I've been keeping up this week. <laughs> so, you know, you, Jasmine, real quick, you went to the uh, Chance the Rapper concert yesterday. Yes, I did. Despite not being a fan of his last album and not even listening to it. And I still didn't. So that was Ooh. really Oh, awkward. you ain't listened to it? No. Oh, damn. Um, I didn't know that. But I got there um, kind of late. Um, which was to be expected, and so CPT, yeah, on on 
the extreme. <laughs> um, but so I only saw a little. He did like maybe like four songs that I got to at least witness, and they were all from the coloring book. Okay. So I appreciated that, and he. Um, is Juke Jam on the coloring book, or was that on Acid? Re- no, it was all on the coloring book. All the songs yeah. that I saw then, um, he did a great job. Like he was, a, he was a great performer, and I can tell. Had um, had we been there the entire time, we definitely would have enjoyed the the whole show. And he apparently did a tribute to Big Mo. Okay. He did the Bar Baby. Oh um, man, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Hold on, I don't know how I feel about that. The, uh, Figgies, Figgies guys, um, the Mop song. They came out and performed with them. Oh god. Um, yeah. So they. It, oh, it, they was actually here. Yeah, they were okay. actually here okay. with them. They from Houston. I don't know. I don't know hmm. where they're from. They're I know when they Texas. when they announced. Seem like some Dallas type dudes. Whoa. I don't know. <laughs> oh no no no! I wasn't okay. saying I wasn't trying to offend. I'm uh, saying they seem like some Dallas type dudes. Um, before when they announced Chance, they were here. Whenever they announced it, and that's what like some of the clues that gave people the idea that Chance was going to be this art. You know that artist mm. that they were announcing. But I thought it was a good show. It was a lot of like people do not care about Corona because there were so <laughs> many people at the rodeo yesterday. Like the mm. most that I've seen since it's open. So Damn. that was it. Was good to see Chance bring out. You know. A, a crowd, and I think my prediction is Lizzo will be the next biggest night. Oh yeah, that's gonna be huge. Sure. That's so, gonna be huge. Yeah, um, both literally and the crowd <laughs> size. I'm not doing that with you. <laughs> Had to do it, man. Had to do it. Had to do it. Um, yeah, that is interesting that he did a whole lot of songs off a of coloring book. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like that's kind of an admission that his last album was a failure. Yeah. Because Drake mentioned that on his podcast, he said if he has to close the show with God's plan next year, that means he failed as an artist with his new album. Mm. And if you're closing with songs from your old album, that means your last one was a flop. Uh, And hopefully he's finally come to terms with that because it was kind of trash. Yeah, and I think to Chance's defense, though, he was at the rodeo. That's true. um, Of course, you're going to do songs that most people know. Or, you know, it's not necessarily a tour, so it wasn't, um, you know, I, I don't know. I'm sure he performed songs from his most recent album, but that's true. Probably the, hot shower. the hot shower that's now it. is oh, it. Oh, for sure. Because he canceled the tour for his new album, period. Mm-hmm. So really, he probably has never performed most of those songs. Yeah. So that, That's a good point, too. He probably yeah. hasn't even performed them. Very interesting. Very interesting. How you been, Figgy? Everything good in your world, man? Everything cool, man. All right, all right, all right. Cool. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, I went to a concert. Me and Jasmine went to a concert oh, that's right. on Thursday. Yes. Um, see our guy, um, Fat Tony. It was pretty cool. The yeah. openness was pretty interesting, man. I ain't gonna lie. It was more of some type of... It was black, heavy metal, heavy for me- sure. I was about to say black metal. Heavy metal type performances. And uh, The first guy, it threw me off, man. This guy was playing a trump, uh, not a trumpet, but a, a, a saxophone. So just imagine um, the music he was playing. It was and this guy just blowing the saxophone like, <laughs> and then he grabbed the microphone real quick and. Damn. Yeah. So I was sitting there like, what the hell? Just confused. Yeah, I was so damn confused. And then, oh, I got to tell the story. I got to tell oh, the story. Oh, yeah. So this second performance happened. It's like a typical uh, uh, heavy metal band or whatever. And the black dude, <laughs> this this is just for shits and giggles, but the black dude had, pink, like, I guess, a pink wig. 
or mm-hmm. pink hair. Oh no. Yeah. So he was one of those type of dudes. Mm-hmm. He was a Tyler the Creator to the max. Yeah, he looked just like yeah, like a Tyler the Creator joke. Mm-hmm. When uh, whenever he wear wigs, but uh, me and Jasmine decides to uh, move to the front. So we like let's move to the front so we get closer. <laughs> blah blah blah. So they start performing. All of a sudden, somebody hit me in my back. Somebody Uh-oh. hit me in my leg. Yeah, so I'm like, what the fuck? So I turned around, and I, it looked like some dudes was fighting. So I'm like, what the? I'm like, oh, shit. Try to back up. I'm trying mm-hmm. to protect Jasmine. <laughs> and But they was, like, doing, like, that mosh pit type yeah. shit. Wow. So they was pretty much tackling each other. They was punching each other, all type of shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Now was this a mosh pit type of no. song? <laughs> what? Like, what the well, fuck? Yeah, yeah, it it was, it was, mm-hmm. but it wasn't the big crowd. It had to be like maybe what? It was maybe like 15, 20 people. It, yeah, in the crowd, and it may have been was like five, five to eight of them. Oh, okay. So, yeah. just in my experience of mosh pitting, that was what mosh. That is like the real deal. Mm-hmm. Mosh pitting. That ain't I no have, Travis mosh yeah, pits. Fuck that. No, <laughs> it was not what I'm used yeah, to Jasmine, at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jasmine loved the mosh pits. Yes, not but no. One. They would have. They would have punched me in my face. Like yeah. there was no way I would have survived. That I type always of mosh wondered pit. what kind of mosh pits you were really in because you mm-hmm. saying you enjoy them mm-hmm. from what I know of them in rock concerts they aren't the yeah. type we would enjoy they, no yeah. and after after Thursday I definitely was like okay this is not I don't know what I need to call these Travis mosh pits yeah. because I mean it's still the Schlosh pit pits or something I don't know a new name <laughs> it's still the pit but it's it's nothing compared to a rock concert at yeah. all and I don't know that I would feel safe at a rock concert Mosh pit in a mark like oh, with my side. No. Yeah, like yeah. I'm not gonna be able to do that one. Those yeah. type of dudes like to get punched in the face. Yeah. They they're the ones that they will get punched in the face and celebrate like Yeah, yeah, yeah bleeding from the mouth and shit. Wow, yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Yeah, dude. And then the funniest thing though, like, was to see them just calm down and act like nothing had just happened and like just walk by. The song was over. Yeah. Like and they it just, was hilarious yeah. to watch that. Like them just switch back to yeah. normal. That's interesting how black and white audiences are different like yeah. that. Imagine niggas start fighting in the middle of a song, like a Lil Jon song. The song, the fight don't end when the song ends. No. Yeah. Somebody getting shot probably. Exactly. <laughs> it gets too That's bad. what got me because- like We I thought so- somebody was legit yeah. fighting the way that they like hit us. I yeah. thought somebody was hit, like back there scrapping for real. You know how you feel the energy when the fight happens? Yeah. Like you don't see anything, but you can feel it. That's what happened to me. And then it hit me on my back. I'm like, what the f-? <laughs> So I turned around and they was look like they was rumbling. I'm uh-huh. like, oh shit. I'm like, what the fuck is they fighting about? <laughs> yes, it's fifteen people in about. here. Like <laughs> but um That's wild. But yeah. the artist was really good though. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. I think it was Fate Fade Them All. Fade them all. That it was a really like he it was different to my liking, but it was re- they were really good. They were good. They had good energy. The the whole band in general, not just the lead singer, but the whole band had a good energy. It's just okay. a matter of expanding your horizons of what you normally listen to. Okay. Yeah. I actually regret not going, man. I should have got a ticket. Yeah. You should have, man. I should have, man. I'll get a next. Uh, Tony, Fat Tony is going to be back on uh, October, he told us. Oh, okay. By the okay. way, spoiler alert, we did have an interview with Fat Tony, and Woo-hoo. we're going to release that next week. Um, it's going to be a heavy podcast this week. We would have dropped it this week, but, you know, a whole lot of shit to break down first. So yeah. next week, you've seen the pictures probably on social media if you follow us. And it's a good interview. We had a great time with him, man. He's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Good dude. A lot of good insight. 
Really enjoyed that interview. So appreciate him coming through again. And y'all will listen to that next week. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, very exciting. <laughs> And he says he's coming back in October, so I'm going to see him in October. Okay. We, go, we can up. all go. Yeah, we yeah, go. we're going to make it a podcast trip. Yes. <laughs> all right, so, like I said in the intro, a whole lot of new releases coming in this week. Um, I'll start, actually, with one that dropped last week, technically, and I was kind of mad about it because we <laughs> had no good music to talk about last week. And then, surprisingly, out of nowhere... Drake drops two fire singles, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. When to Say When and Chicago Freestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, he called these leaks for some reason. I thought that was really odd for him to drop them and then call them a leak. Normally it's a leak when someone else exposes yeah, it. Yeah, it's very corny that he actually called it that. Yeah. Uh, it would be one thing if it didn't come from his account. Yeah. It was like from some mysterious SoundCloud drop these leaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, he caught his own music leaks and that's fucking weird. But um leaked the video. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm wondering, like, is this a way to get around sample clearances? Is this something he's doing? Because that's that was my first thought. I was thinking that too. With the Superman sample, yeah, and, with Superman uh, and the uh, Jay Z, but the Jay Z original song that it was sampled from. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's probably a slick way of not having to pay those sampling prices mm. and not have to talk to it. Just like Calling here's the music, yeah, hype you up for the album coming soon, a Lucy, yeah, basically. He dropped visuals for it too. I didn't see the videos yet. But mm-hmm. I did see there were some videos or some some release with this. So anyway, to the to the singles themselves, when to say when in Chicago freestyle. Um, what did you guys think about these two singles? Were they hitting with you? Fire, man! All right, fire, man! And, and uh, I'm I'm not a Drake stan. I'm I'm kind of critical with Drake at times. Yes, I think we all are. But these songs was hard. Like these these songs I played on repeat. Like I kept bringing it back, you know. I DJ, you know, the fir- after the first verse, you bring yeah. it back. Like, hold up, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bring that shit back. But um, it, it was hard. I I cringed when I first heard the um the beat mm-hmm. because I'm like, oh come on, man, how you gonna take this? Everybody know this song. Yes. So many people sampled that song, by the yes. way. Yes, but um, he did it perfect, man. I had no problem. With it. I had no problem with it. Mm-hmm. Um, the 808s was bumping. So, um, man, that dude got it, man. I, yeah. I I love them songs. I like the Chicago freestyle, man. I, I just I just wish it came out before the podcast, yeah. So yeah. we could talk about that. We probably spend another hour talking about Drake at that point. <laughs> but um, songs was fire, man. I agree. The only problem I had because, uh, well, the pro- only problem I had was with the Drake stands. Mm-hmm. Because they went into overdrive when these songs came out, of course. And of course, Drake rapped uh, on "When to Say When." He sampled Jay Z and the Jay Z song "Cry," one of his best songs. Yeah, and it's niggas were than saying, Jay-Z. "Yes, niggas were saying, <laughs> niggas were talking out their ass a little bit, talking about how oh Drake should just get on all of Jay Z's instrumental instrumentals and body him." No, no he can't. He can't. I, I wouldn't even say this is better than "Song Cry." Song yeah. Cry is a legendary is a song. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. I, but, I hate when people do that, man. When uh, whenever an artist hop on somebody else beat mm-hmm. a remix or something like that, and they, oh, he killed them on that. Song. Yes, 
you didn't originally make that song. That wasn't his end. Like, J- Drake is a Jay-Z fan. Yeah. He was not trying to kill Jay-Z on his own shit. Yeah. He was trying to make his it's own. more pay homage yeah, a little bit, too. Exactly. Yeah, so I, I just hate when people try to do that type of stuff. Yeah. Like, no, like, the original, you can't disrespect the original. Like, if it wasn't for the original, you probably wouldn't have did that. Exactly. Yeah. People just, these new Kevin Walkers <laughs> out here. Yeah, I called you out, man. You know you was one of them. <laughs> so, Jasmine, what'd you think about these two songs? Um, I liked them. Did did he drop a track outside of the video? Because I only watched, I, only, I heard the music by watching the video. Okay. So, um... It was. I liked it. I enjoyed all of it, and I'm. It just made me excited for Drake. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to see what this album's gonna be like. What kind of vibe he's bringing on the album. Here's one thing I kind of get upset with Drake for. I feel like he's always good for dropping those two really fire Lucys yes. before the album comes out, and, and it gets you hyped up yes. because you think because the rapping on it is incredible, and you're just thinking like, okay. He's the Drake about to bar him up. Yeah. Then he drops the album and it's a whole lot of chick songs, a whole lot of R and B songs, and maybe three songs of straight rapping. Yeah. And that's why, even though people didn't like Scorpion like that, I think people said it was kind of whack overall. I actually like the fact that he gave us one whole album of rapping (laughs) and one whole album of just singing and bullshitting. So we could just skip that one and just stay with the barred up Drake. Yeah. So I am kind of cautious. I don't want to get too overexcited about the album based off yeah. these two songs. I'll, I'll learn from that too. Yeah. So I yeah I wish he could just give us a whole album. I know he did, but this type of stuff, I wish he roll out and just do a whole album like this. Yeah. I mean, he's talked about that on the podcast he did on Rap Radar. He basically said he's never going to do that. Because he knows he has to appeal to different fan bases. He has to get the girls moving in the club. He likes writing those songs, too. So, you know, he always has to just throw out a few street singles, and then the rest got to be, you know, for the mainstream. So, yeah. yeah. (laughs) But I still want to hear that Benny the Butcher song, man. I want to see how he comes on that. that, man. Man. Uh, And one more thing on these songs. Um... Okay, he sampled Eminem Superman. Yeah. Uh part of the hook on that song. And I liked it. I, I thought it fit. It. I thought it fit well, but I feel like he was kind of pussy okay. about it. Oh. He said uh how did how did it go? Uh he said uh I do know one thing, no. Women they come they go. Mhm. That's not the original lyric, man. You switching, you, you scared to say bitches. bitch. Yeah. You scared to say bitch now. Like, don't sample it and neuter it. Uh, that, I didn't like that. Really? I didn't I didn't I didn't have a problem with it. The thing, here's the thing. Superman by Eminem is probably the most toxic masculinity song of all time. Yeah. It really is a dirty. I love the song. I love the song, too. That's the crazy thing. Women love that song. I love that song. That's why whenever he sampled, I was like, oh, my God, I'm about to go down. I need to go listen to Superman. (laughs) That's an incredible song, but it's also probably like top five toxic song in rap history. (laughs) And I feel like if you're going to sample it, don't fucking neuter it, man. Don't say yeah. women, they come, they go. It's bitches, man. Don't <laughs> you, you say nigga every other song, you can't say bitch. 
come on, Drake. He's scared to get canceled now, but whatever. I, I guess he's on thin ice with all the uh, shots he's been shooting at underage women, so he got to play it safe. Yeah, and he but, did make God's plan, so you yeah. can't make God's plan and then come back talking yeah. about bitches come and go. But, I mean, Tupac could do that, so why can't Drake, man? You think you're the next Pac, according to Kanye, so. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, I think we all had a consensus. Those were fire-ass songs, and we'll see how yeah. the album pans out. Now on to new music. A whole lot dropped. Well, oh, three yeah. albums of notice plus actually four. Well, three albums in a project, quote unquote. Mm. So we'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, let's break down this little Uzi Vert album, man. Um, Figgy, I know you said you weren't too much up on him before this, but you enjoyed it. What were your thoughts on this album, man? Fire, man. It's called Eternal Take, by the way. Fire, man. Really? Fire, right. yeah. Um. I kind of tuned out after maybe track 10, track 10 that started sounding similar uh, to the old Uzi, the um, the Hollywood, uh, not the Hollywood, but the radio Uzi. But I would say, man, the first, the first seven songs are hard, man. Like, I had to make sure it was Uzi. <laughs> like, when I tell you that that dude was rapping, he was rapping. Um, Baby Pluto, that was that came off strong. Low Main was hard. Silly Watch was hard. Pop was hard. Um, you Better Move was hard. Homecoming was... All them beats was so hard, man. And the one that really caught me was the... Um, I want to say um, You Better Move. Mm-hmm. That had a sample of the... Um, Space Pinball. Cadet. The pinball, pinball game. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm like, where did I hear this sound from? I'm sitting there. I'm playing it like three times. I'm like, where is the yeah. sound from? And I thought about it. I'm like, oh, yeah. Space Cadet, man. Yes, the classic every, pinball game that every, every kid played. Because we ain't had no internet, yeah. so he had to play that. <laughs> <laughs> but he sampled that. And uh, I just heard this morning because I, you know, I kept listening to it. And he mentioned like, oh, yeah, uh, the pinball machine, pinball game. Mm-hmm. Like, played this when I ain't had no internet. He, he was talking shit about it. I was like, mm-hmm. damn, this is hard, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but... The album is hard, man. And this morning, I don't know if y'all seen it, but on title, the album cover move. Oh, really? Yes. So huh. he got like a space type of album cover, mm-hmm. but it like move. It's like I don't know. It's it's weird. It's like a video. I don't know if it do it for Spotify. Uh, does that too? Yeah, but that's how his. I've never seen that before. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, damn, this is some next level type shit. I've seen it with um, Janae, but I thought it was just the imagery. Like I just thought it was um, the the image more so than it was moving. I thought it was like the way that you looked at it. Like not yeah not a holographic I, in a sense. Yeah, but not I, necessarily. I sent it to y'all, but it was like an actual. Like a sun was rising mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it was all type of lights and all this other stuff. It was dope. But um as far as the album, man, the album I think the album is solid. He um like I said, he was actually rhyming on this. But um yeah, man, it's it's definitely a, <laughs> the whole first seven songs is in rotation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure, man. Um <clears throat> And I guess I should have set it up a little bit earlier, too. But Lil Uzi Vert is coming off a pretty long hiatus. Oh, yeah. Um, his last album, which I actually thought was really good, um, even though it didn't get that great of a critical reception. Mm-hmm. Um, it was called Love is Rage 2. That dropped in 2017. And Damn. then he hasn't dropped any music since. Like I said, it was viewed as a disappointment. 
Um, he hadn't dropped any music really since then. He had a couple of singles here and there. He had a few. Yeah. But um, he had trouble with his label. You know, he was complaining about that. He was apparently being blocked from releasing music and stuff. Apparently, Jay-Z swooped in and the great rock nation <laughs> figured things day. out. Save and day. he was saying he was retired for a while. And, you know, he was supposedly getting out the rap game. But um, he came back and he kind of surprised us all with this one. You know, I think yeah. a week before it came out, he started saying it was coming soon. Yeah, I so. wasn't sure if it was old or not because I know a couple weeks ago, Trippy Red released something. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people like, oh, no, that's old. I'm like, what? So I guess he re-released this album and added some more songs to it. Wait, who? Trippy Red? Trippy Red, oh, yeah. It could be. Or maybe the songs came out before and he just put them all on the album. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, that. it was something weird like that. So that's why I had to chat. I'm like, is this a new album or yeah. he put this out again or something? Some type of streaming get over type shit. It was surprising the way he dropped it, man, especially since, you know, we didn't know if we were ever going to hear. I mean, we knew we were going to hear from him eventually, but we didn't know it was going to be this soon into the new year. Yeah. And so, yeah, very surprising. He leaked the track list like a day before it came out, but he never actually told us when it was coming out. And he just dropped it in the middle of a Friday. So yeah. um, I think social media went crazy, of course. Oh, yeah. Um, I enjoy this album a lot, too, man. Like I said, I like this. Here's the thing about Lil Uzi Vert. You can make jokes and you can say, oh, his rapping is weird. But I honestly feel like as an artist and of all these melodic, sing-songy, rappy-ass dudes, mm-hmm. he's at the top. Yeah. You know, he's leading the pack. Mm-hmm. I think he really understands how to make a great song. I think he knows how to take a beat and just make it his own and do what only he can do on it and add a melody that, you know, everybody tries to. People like Quavo try to, but they don't hit it like Uzi does, man. Yeah. Pause. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I think I think people sleep. Honestly, even though he's very popular, I think people sleep on him and his creativity, man. Yeah. Um, he's definitely one of the best rappers out lyrically and just his sound. Um, you can tell. I think this song, even though, you know, we talk shit about albums being too long, and this is a very long album, I felt like it was sequenced in a way that he actually put care into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if you listen to it, okay, all the trap songs are at the beginning then he goes into like the heartbreak songs and he goes into the love songs and he goes, it's a nice transition. It's not like you're listening random. to random songs. You don't go from trap to heartbreak like, to yeah, trap. Like it, it don't sound like it's on shuffle. Yeah. It puts you in a vibe whenever you're listening to it and yep. you listen to a whole three tracks that sound the same. And then it switches up for the fourth one. Yeah. So it, it's a nice transit. You could tell he put care into this album, man. Yeah. I like the fact that it had no features except for Sid. Mm-hmm. I thought that was dope. Um, another thing, too, sidebar. I'm enjoying the death of the feature, mm. honestly. Really? I am. I think it's important for new artists, of course, to get that cosign early on. But I, And that's one thing I'll give J. Cole credit for. I think he's helping to kill the feature. <laughs> kill the feature. <laughs> I, I love it. Nigga. I love it. I love it. Uh, I, I got to give him his credit, though, man, because I think he set the standard for that. The fact that you can do it without getting features. And I think these new artists are becoming more confident in themselves to where they don't feel like they got to get a Drake. They ain't got to get, you know, whoever insert hottest pop singer on a hook 
right yeah. now to sell records. Mm-hmm. And the most artistic, the most creative, the most creative ones. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if 21 Savage drop an album, his next album, and it has no features on it. I wouldn't be surprised at all because they're more confident in their own art now. Mm-hmm. They know they can deliver by themselves and they don't they know how people are about features on an album. You go straight to that song. Yeah. yeah. You know, when there's no features, you're just gonna listen to the whole thing in sequence or at least on shuffle. But if there's a Drake feature or a Playboy Cardi or whoever to gonna you're gonna go straight to that song. Yeah. So I think they realize that too. And they're trying to get people to to consume the music the way it should be consumed. So, yeah. Shout out to them. Shout out to J Cole for that. Yeah, the one song I really like too. I just heard the song Thursday, but mm-hmm. um, the that way, like it that way. Yeah, how, how he pretty much took. Oh yeah, what was it Backstreet, Backstreet Boys? Boys? Yeah, I thought that was dope, man. I think Actually, he did I didn't a great like job. That. Really? really, I think he did a <laughs> good like job it. on it because I never liked that song. Way Backstreet Boys. That's I, a hot take. Really. Dog, that song and look uh, jams. That song is classic, dog. I mean, I'm not debating that. I'm not. That is say- a great song. Actually, I'm not, I'm not debating that. I'm not saying it's trash or anything like that. But I just never liked that song. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not staying on the station if that song play. Gotcha. <sighs> nah, I think he did a, that's like- a hot take. That's a very <laughs> hot take, man. Uh, that's a shit. You can say what you want about boy bands and that whole era. That song stands up. No, the I'm not of saying time, I'm not saying they a bad band or nothing like that. I think NSYNC I mean, has some hits too, but yeah. just that song is just like, uh, not, like nah. Tell that is definitely on, a hot man. take. That's Tell me why. That's a great song, man. They play it on every single commercial, man. It's played out. It's just like uh, fair enough. It, 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 they are bringing it back for some reason. Yeah. yeah, like Chance did that whole commercial with them too when he sang the song and all yeah. that shit. Yeah. yeah, I'm not standing on the station if they playing that. Nah, type I'm of thing. turning the volume all the way up, man. I don't give a fuck what uh, people look I, at. I, I, feel, I feel you. <laughs> I'm in the car, jamming to that <laughs> shit, dog. You got it. <laughs> that shit's hard, man. I think um, it's not a flip or a um, remake that I would have asked for, but Uzi did a good job on it. I think that he he didn't butcher it. He still kept the you know the the classic sound, but yet he made it his own. So I it was appreciate a trap. It, it was kind of like a trap emo type of sound. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like that. I think the new trend will be artists doing more of that type of stuff. So don't be surprised if you see an in sync song get flipped that same way. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately we're in that era now. Me yeah. too. Bye 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 bye. Um, I, I I wasn't hot on that on that song that came out the Backstreet Boys one. I was actually worried about the album after I heard that song because mm. I'm like, are you going for some kind of pop thing now, man? What's going on, Uzi? You gonna mm-hmm. let us down with this shit trying to ma- appeal to the mainstream? <laughs> Luckily, those were just bonus tracks. That and yeah. the Bootsle Shuffle he dropped earlier yeah. too. Did we yeah. ever talk about him uh, breakdancing in that video? I don't and think how we everyone did. was trying to say that he had a stunt double and like. This, that, and the other, and that that wasn't really him. And then he got on like live and did it, and was like, "No, like I I learned how to do this shit. Like, no, this is me." And like did it on live, and he was actually really good. He's dancing like, his ass off now, man. Yeah, he was yeah. actually really, really good. He, he's a cool ass dude, man. Yes. I think he would be fun to like I would talk love, to. I would love to have him on the podcast. Yeah. It, it's probably impossible. Yeah, but it is. Yeah, I would love to have him on the podcast and just talk shit. He's a fun dude, man. He seems to enjoy life. And that's another thing I enjoy seeing back, too, because we know everything comes in cycles. The B-Boy era is somehow coming yes. back I love it. to rap. I'm a, I'm a big fan. I love it. 
there's videos of people randomly break dancing in front of fights and <laughs> shit. Like it's it's coming back, man. The people bringing back cool. the windmill. Yeah, dancing's cool again. Yeah. I know in the '90s, Fifty Cent tried to kill all that shit. Yeah, I don't dance. All I do is this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I, I'm glad that it's fun. It's cool to have fun and rap again, yeah. man. Duke Deuce doing this thing. Yes, Duke Deuce dancing his ass off too. Yeah. Because you I can like it. you can still talk tough, but they be getting down. They crunk. They bringing yeah. that crunk back. Yeah, I like it. It's dope, I like man. it. I'm a fan of it, man. Me too. I can, it kind of made me want to dance a little bit, man. <laughs> I like could I never wish- dance, dog. <laughs> I can never. I have no rhythm in that shit, so I'm not even gonna try. But I'm glad people are bringing it back, man. Yeah, it's a good feeling. Yeah. So, Jasmine, what you think about this album that dropped? So I did. This is one that I did not get to listen to. All right. So um, I'm excited though. I have, I've heard nothing but good things from the chatter on Twitter and like all my social media so I don't doubt it um, I didn't care for uh, Love is Rage mm-hmm, too, too I think it was so um, but I have liked every single that he's dropped since you know since that album so I'm I'm, I'm gonna give it a listen tonight when right. I'm in, in the right out. vibe Janae out I don't do that we'll, we'll <laughs> no, get there we'll no let's get to it right <laughs> now actually because I know you did listen to this album I did uh, Janae Aiko dropped a so- album called Chilombo Mm-hmm. I don't know what Chilombo means. That's some kind of a Mercury retrograde it's type of... her last name. Oh, is it? Yes. <laughs> Where'd Aiko come from? That's her middle name. Okay. Aiko Chilombo. Chilombo. Yeah. Where is she from? What kind of name is that? She's from a, She's from L.A. But what is her heritage? Yeah. Janae Aiko Chilombo? Um... I don't want to lie to you. I know that obviously she's of Asian descent, but her dad... I, I don't know if her dad... or I can't tell... Visually, if her dad or her mom is the one with the black descent in them, because they all look very, um, I don't want to, I don't want to put, I don't want to be offensive. I'm not sure what. She has a black, Asian, and Dominican and Japanese. (laughs) Her mother is Spanish, Dominican, and Japanese descent. And her father is Native American, African American. Oh, that's a mix. That's a hell of a mix. German American and Jewish descent. Gotcha. I hate when talking to people and they you ask oh, them no, what I'm race German, they are. American, yes, Afri- I'm part German. And the worst I'm thing I hate German. too. I'm sorry we get off topic. <laughs> I'm sorry, but things piss me off. I got to get off my chest. <laughs> Niggas are doing this shit too now. Oh yeah, when especially ask- with the um, with the 23andMe and the all the. You know, the test that you can take, the DNA yes. test now. Niggas are doing this now, I know too. That. I've seen a lot <laughs> of men, when you ask them if they black or where are you from, well, I'm a quarter German. You know, my dad's mom <laughs> was from That's Asia. Crazy. You know, like, I understand if you're talking to a girl, don't tell us to another man. Yeah. Like, nigga, you black, black or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you either black or you other. Yeah. Or don't tell me that you from Germany and Australia and Italy and all this bullshit. We don't want to hear that. I, I, me, I hate the whole, oh, I'm half Jamaican. I hate that, yeah. man. I hate that. It's something about that. It's something about that. It's one thing if you really do have an Asian grandmother or something like that. But people always use that Jamaican line. Like, yes. bro, like no. Unless you came straight from over there, you are not Jamaican. Yes. Unless your mom got that accent. (laughs) If your mom don't have the Jamaican accent, Mm -hmm. if she ain't come straight from over there, nah, you not. I don't care if your granddad came from Jamaica. You black if your parents came from the United States. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) So anyway, I digress. My bad. I'm sorry. Um, Jasmine, your view of this album as you've heard it so far. 
Um, I liked what I've heard. Again, okay. I've only really listened to like singles that he's drops. And you were listening to y'all's conversation just now. Apparently, those songs aren't even on the album. They're just like Lucy. No, I was talking about Janae Aiko. Oh, shit. Yeah, Sorry. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I, jumped you talking back, about? I jumped back to the Uzi for some reason. Oh, okay. But no, I love it. I think that it was definitely more soulful. She's clearly a soulful singer, but she's more melodic in my opinion. But okay. this album was more soulful than the last one. Like, I ate sleep and break and breathe trip so okay. this one i've only um listened to it once i listened to the first maybe couple maybe five tracks repeatedly because i wanted i was like <laughs> reflecting on the the order that she definitely put these songs in order like i i appreciate her because i think a lot of her albums are in sequential order for a reason and now i think i have an, a different perspective on her and sean's relationship um, as to like all of the speculation that went around and all of the stuff, like even then I thought I knew, but mm-hmm. I don't. I, like listening to this, I think I know now. <laughs> like I think I have a better well, understanding. You got a conspiracy? Um, not necessarily hot a conspiracy, take? and not a hot take. I just think that they were going through couple shit. Like I don't think anybody necessarily cheated or or like fucked around. I think that like. Um, listening to Big Sean's pull-up episode now with Joe Budden and stuff, I think that he was maybe just going through some shit and, like, they were not communicating well. Mm -hmm. And I think that that had a lot to do with, like, their breakup and then, you know, her, I think, equally seeing him out with, like, Ariana or, like, you know, stuff like that was very difficult to to understand where they were at in that point in time because he was kind of, I think they were both maybe distant. Listening How are you going to gonna tattoo tracks? a nigga's name on your body and not communicate with him? I don't, I don't know. You got to see his, I, I don't no. think it's necessarily like, <laughs> I think they wait, just kind of grew face, apart wasn't it? for a it little bit. It was his whole face. Yeah, it was That's his right. whole face. It was a damn good tattoo, it too. It was, too. It was like, yeah, no, it was good. Damn. But I think that maybe, and again, obviously it's speculation, but it just sounded like they just kind of grew distant. Mm. Like they didn't necessarily break up. It was just weird. Okay. And it was just like because they hadn't really sat down and gotten to the bottom of it it just kept getting worse mm. that's what it sounded like to me at least but okay. um again i've only listened i've only listened to it once i haven't gone back um but some of the highlight tracks i like obviously all of the singles that she's already released that we know of um and the bs with her is like, I love that song. I feel like I'm living that song right now in my life. Of course. Uh, yes, I feel like I'm absolutely living that song. Um, happiness over everything. I um, I don't know if y'all talked about this without me or not last week, but that song definitely came out on Selling Souls or Selling Souls, I think. Like her, out, like her project a long time ago. I don't know if it was considered an EP or what, but... Um, she definitely, like, changed the beat up, added future. Like, I appreciate it now. And at first when I was seeing people, like, that's how you know, like, you can't just go off of what people say on Twitter and stuff because people were upset about it. But when you go to her page, she acknowledged that it was a song from an old album. She just, like, re, you know, put a video behind it. And I like the song now. I think Future is back on her shit. Okay. And I and I and I love Lori Harvey and I and I, I credit <laughs> so her. I, okay, I gotta so call that out. I credit because her because suddenly I feel like when the whole CR thing was going on, mm-hmm. you were very off of future. Yes. But now since he's messing with cause I don't think his music has really changed. Really? But now that I think in your mind, since he's been with Lori Harvey, mm-hmm. suddenly he sounds better. I just think you like him more. I think, and I don't like him more at all. I still think Future is a dick. Like, I okay. don't, I don't, mm. <laughs> uh, I think that 
No, I think that he's happy again or he's in a good space again. And it's weird because when he was in a bad space with Sierra, we were getting good music too. Yes, his but best I, work actually. Yeah. yeah, but I think that now he's like in a more like kind of like a life's good type of thing like him and Drake. Like I don't think he, now I think he's in his bag. I don't think he's concerned about Sierra anymore. Whereas okay. I think he was still concerned about her. At some, at like you know, at points in times when he was trying to act like he didn't care. Shoot, yeah. he got a lot more on his plate. That's why. Yeah, the DNA test and all type of other stuff. Who future? Yeah, DNA test. Yeah, take a DNA test for one of his baby mamas or something. Oh shit! Oh, like another one? I think so. Yeah. Damn. Oh god. Damn. Damn. And that's so, the thing. Ain't got time like, to think about Sierra. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that hot take on social media too, because there was a clip she posted of her like getting out of a pool, looking super good, and they Lori were like, "Oh, uh, uh, no, a uh, Lori Harvey." Uh-huh. And uh, some people were posting it like, "Oh, would you rather be at a little nigga's uh, little league game or be with this?" I'm like, y'all uh, do know Future has like a shitload of kids, kids right? Yeah, <laughs> not like and he's childless. One thing that I appreciate. Well, I wouldn't say appreciate, but I like about this whole situation is Lori Harvey hasn't said shit. Mm-hmm. We don't know her from, um, we have no idea what her personality is like if we don't know her personally. Yep. And like this narrative that surrounds her of she's this type of woman is mm-hmm. like, I love it. I love it. I'm living for it. Because y'all don't know this. We don't know her. Like mm-hmm. she doesn't say anything. She is chill and she minds her business. So... I don't know. I'm it's funny to see how people project their own personality and insecurities onto somebody else yeah. when they talk about somebody and you don't even know them. <laughs> it's very interesting. This whole social media thing has just got crazy. people fucked up. But yeah. Yeah. it is what it is. Um, I do want to check that Nas song on the Janae Aiko album. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I will listen to that as soon as I can. Um, so, I checked it out. Oh, you heard the whole thing? Yeah, yeah. Okay, what you think about it? Um, I thought it was pretty good. It was real smooth. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. a, uh, you got to be in the right mood to listen to it. I think, uh, uh late night drive with with some chick, of listening to it. Yeah, but won't that fine. turn her off you because you know she's talking about? Nah, I don't think fuck so. Fuck this nigga or something. Nah. I think I, that might turn her on because okay. for the simple fact that damn playing this, I love this. This is my oh, okay. type of vibe. So. Damn, he liked this too? Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Like a lot of pianos. Um, like I said, super smooth. I liked I liked the BS song with her. I thought that was pretty dope. Um it seemed like that song was I don't want to say it's out of her lane. Out of her? Her the uh the artist mm-hmm. her. I hate I hate that her name is her. Yeah, that's super annoying. Yeah. Uh, it seemed like I don't want to say it's out of her lane, but it was more um hip hop ish. For her, I know she rapped a couple times and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I, I like to see her in that in that type of bag too. Yeah, I appreciate her whenever she is not in her like it's not slow and sad and in your feelings. I like yeah. I like songs could, like upbeat songs yeah, from her. Yeah, she could give you that that Daniel Caesar type of feel, mm-hmm. but uh, she could also give you that you know 2020 type of R and B record too. Yeah, yeah. so uh, I like that. Uh, I love the song with um, Abso. Mm-hmm. It got me thinking, like, damn, what's up with Abso? We yeah. talked, we talked about this last week. TDE, when, yeah, Just dropping the bag. Yeah, so uh, we talked about it last week how um, we hear people on features and wondering, like, damn, he sound good. Like, what's up with that person? Yeah, he was killing it on here, man. I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm wondering what's going on. He, I think he need to drop something. I think TDE is very strategic in how they drop projects over there. I think that they 
like when it's one person's season, it's that person's season. I think they coming off a of schoolboy season, so now it's another artist. So it's about to. I don't necessarily think it's Kendrick either, but I think it's now someone else's season. Now that schoolboy is is kind of wrapped. He's pretty much wrapped up his tour. Pretty much wrapped up Crash. Like that's kind of it's kind of done. All it's gonna do. So now I think it's somebody else's turn. It's just a matter of who, and I think it's SZA. Kendrick's going to drop this year, too. You think He's so? going to drop this year. I think Kendrick is in his own ballpark for them, too. Like, I think, I, I like how they really, like, they all behind whoever's time it is. Mm-hmm. But I think Kendrick is different in that aspect because he don't need that. Yeah. He going to pop regardless. Yeah. So. The only thing is, I f- um, 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 Schoolboy dropped last year, right? Mm-hmm. He was the only one that dropped, though. Him and didn't J Rock drop too? Was that was the was year that before? The year before? That, was that was that was mm-hmm. that was eighteen. Oh damn! Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to say him and uh, yeah, he was the only TDE artist that dropped for it because they was kind of quiet. We mm-hmm. was talking about how quiet yeah. they were. Yeah. So, um, like I said, I don't know. I I I think I don't think Schoolboy need a whole year where you know that's the only person that's dropped. So let's you know clear out. But, yeah, like I said, I wonder what's up with Abso, man. I think I would like to hear some more Abso. I agree, man. And I don't, I don't think uh, – I think at the in the beginning they were more strategic about who was dropping when and where. But I think now it's more kind of seems like mismanagement, man, honestly. Mm. Because, yeah, Abso has complained himself about Top Dog and mm. how his music should be released and it's not. You know, and how everybody's on their own schedule. But if you're, you know, if you're not a Kendrick – or a schoolboy, mm-hmm. you know, you just have to wait. Yeah. And, you know, you can at least put out mixtapes. Can you put out something to keep people even yeah. knowing? Because Griselda had a point when they came out. I think it was Conway who came out and said, you know, Griselda had a bigger year than TDE last year. Yeah. Technically, they did, they did man. Yeah. Honestly, if you want to break it down like that. J-Rock, I mean, uh, Schoolboy, which I still don't like that album. I know I'm alone in that here yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> I thought it was kind of trash. But that was really the only thing that came out from them they've been quiet Maybe a couple singles you know no big it. tours anything like that mm-hmm. so yeah. i think you know they are kind of falling off a little bit they got to recover this year yeah i think it's gonna be a big year for them to really prove that they still are the label that they you know we thought they were mm-hmm. yeah it was weird because um like i said abso we don't know where he's at and they remember they had a couple other artists. Uh, was Isaiah Rashad? Yeah. Rashad? Yeah. yeah. What happened to him? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't him. even know. Yeah, yeah, I don't even know if he's still with TDE at yeah. this point because um, the last project he wasn't even on there. So like, I, I don't know if people just moving on or or what. But I don't. They, they might be trying weird, to get man. out the label or something. I don't yeah. know, man. Yeah. But yeah, it's very not the odd. same. I mean, they're they're still good because they got Kendrick, they got SZA. Yeah. Um, J Rock, Schoolboy Q, and I think that's really all they care about right now. Unfortunately, I, think, I agree. I agree. But um, yeah, I like that song. Um, the Nas song, I like that song. Um, I like Nas verse, but it's just I don't know. It's kind of weird hearing Nas on that type in that type of flow. Really, it was it was a little too smooth. Okay, it was too smooth. And I think that fit Nas, but. I don't. Maybe I just want to hear more Nas. I want to hear real Nas project. I don't want to hear the Kanye yeah. Nas project. Yeah. I like that one though, man. The, the Kanye. Yeah. Did you, I like it too, but that. I don't I know, man. You. I, I want to hear. I don't want to hear lost tapes, man. I, I enjoyed it, but I want to hear real Nas project. 
And um, yeah, but I thought that song was cool. Um, it was another trying to smoke. I like trying to smoke. Oh yeah, I, I, th- I think yeah, I, I like trying to smoke. Um, um, the party for me. I th- I thought that was probably one of the best songs on here. Um, which is the last song with Ty Dolla Sign. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a cool song. Ty Dolla is a hit maker regardless. Yeah, um, I'm starting to like him a little more too. Mm-hmm. He, he he been on a lot more stuff lately, but um, yeah, I like that song. Yeah, I I think it's a solid project, but like I said, you got to be in that certain mood. You got to either wake up early, trying to you know get the day started a little bit, and you play some of that. But it's not nothing you could just throw on like, oh yeah, let you know I'm on my way to the gym. Let me play this. Yeah. You really got to be in that type of mood. Yeah, you got to be feeling the vibes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm going to give... Well, I'm not going to say I'm going to give it a try. You're not. <laughs> Don't I'm going to listen to the Nas song, man. I still remember... Um, listen to the Abso song, too. I'm going to check that one out, too, because I ain't heard from him in a long time. Um. So, yes, another legendary MC finally dropped his album. He pushed it back because of the death of Pop Smoke. Um, but he actually released the album and maybe the worst week to release it because all this shit came out, mm-hmm. but fuck, he did it anyway. Jada Kiss, actually, I was not even going to say his name. I'm just play the, uh, you know who it is. <laughs> you know who this is with that legendary laugh. It is yeah. Jada Kiss. Um, now, full disclosure, I was never a huge Jada Kiss fan. Actually, if I had to pick, I like Styles P more, mm-hmm. probably. But um, I did like that era that came up with the locks, you know. They had some classic records with Bad Boy and all that. Um, so I was very interested in, in hearing how this album would sound in 2020. Um, Ignatius. Um, I did listen to it pretty much in its entirety. I skipped a good number, honestly. I hate <laughs> to say it. Um, it starts off hard. With the Pusha T song yeah. that we've all heard. And I feel like if the entire album sounded like that, it would probably be my top five album of the year. Mm. Minimum. But unfortunately for me, um, it kind he went for a popish, like it sounded like a a Nas, a full mainstream Nas album to me. And I understand, you know. You got the label behind you. They want to push these mainstream things, but someone like Jada Kiss to me should be like we. You got a certain fan base. You ain't gonna win over the new crowd if you Jada Kiss. So I don't need to hear Ty Dolla Sign on a Jada Kiss record, man. <laughs> I don't need to hear whoever that girl was singing on that last track, which sounded like an Eminem song. I don't need to hear that on Jada Kiss, man. I want to hear. Coke rap Jada Kiss over Griselda beats. <laughs> Get Benny or somebody on there and yeah. let's like do the classic. And I understand there's growth in artists, all this <laughs> stuff. I understand that. But it, it kind of felt like, and, and I don't want to be a hypocrite because we do value growth in artists. But the sound I wanted to hear from Jada Kiss was not really present too much on this album. And to be fair, lyrically, it was sound. Lyrically, he came with it. He talked about, you know, growing up, raising a son, being a father, important things. But he also had some 
hits that sound like they were made for a party or a club or something, man. I'm like, Ugh. it sounded like the worst of the Lil Wayne new album, you know, okay. in terms of party tracks. Yeah. So I didn't like that. But overall, I thought this was a good project. Um, if you like Jada Kiss, you'll probably still like it. But just know going into it, you ain't going to get the locks. You ain't going to get, not kiss you know, of death. Yeah, yeah, it ain't kiss of death. You ain't going to get Alchemist beats, you know, nothing like that's on here. And I wish you would at least drop like some kind of mixtape or something like that, you know, Alchemist yeah. mixtape or something. That'll be hot. But, you know, if you're a Jada Kiss fan, I think you'll enjoy this one. But it just really wasn't for me. There was too much pop shit on it for me. I skipped a few songs. So, <laughs> but uh, figure what you think about it, man? Um, I thought it was a solid project too. Um, I um to me, I felt like it was more of a uh Jada version of a four four four. Yeah, because he was a little more personal on this one. Usually, he just rapping. He he usually usually just do the coke rap and all this other stuff. But I felt like he kept it a little personal. He kept it smoother than never. Yeah. This probably is smoothest album. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, a lot of pianos and mm-hmm. loving life type of <laughs> hooks. So, um, you know, I ain't really see nothing wrong with it. I was a little disappointed because I'm used to the Jada, the grimy, gritty Jada. But to me, this is not too far out of his normal because he usually do stuff like this. But this is more on this album. It's more of of these type of tracks on this album. But um, he was always more of the try to, you know, get a hit friendly type of artist out of all of the lots because the other, the other two don't really care. Uh, she kind of care a little bit, but he normally keep it grimy. But um, Jada was always the guy that, you know, tried to give him a radio hit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, overall, I think it was cool. I like, of course, I like Hunting Season. Um, I like the, the song Me. Um, the other songs... Um, like I said, John Legend on the hooks. Yeah. And, you know, just that, oh, da, 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 living life, that type of stuff is just, I don't know. It, it seemed like, I will say this, I, it seemed like he in a good space. Yeah. So he wasn't pressured to do that grimy, you know, New York type shit, but it seemed like he was in a good place. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he was in Miami recording mm-hmm. this song, just chilling. But, um... I thought it was a solid album. The um, the number eleven song, "Government Cheese." Mm-hmm. When I listened to it, I wasn't looking at the track list and nothing like that. But I'm I'm thinking like, damn, he got a boogie on here. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was not a boogie. It was Dave's Loaf. Yeah. <laughs> it was Dave's Loaf. So I'm like, damn, man. Like she and she she sound good. Mm-hmm. But it's like, damn, what happened to her? Nah, y'all told me that wasn't a bite. Yeah, y'all said a boogie had his own style. I don't think that <laughs> I. Uh, I don't think that I was ever a big fan of hers. Like, besides her radio singles, to know like the sound that she developed because mm. I don't feel like that's her sound. I don't know. I don't feel like that's her mm. sound. But since you said that too, which is crazy, because I heard that exact same conversation elsewhere on another podcast after the fact. Mm. And I was like, I don't, I don't remember Dej Loaf in that matter of her creating that sound. Like, um, but yeah, I, there you go, did. creating, yeah. creating yeah. content again. Yeah, I'm telling I, you, I actually been saying that for a minute. I just think um, a boogie didn't do it as much on his last album. I feel like it wasn't a Dej Loaf album. Yeah, but I definitely think he jacked her whole <laughs> style. Yeah, for his career and did it better. 
because once he was out, she was once she once he was in the game and popping, she was gone. Yep. Like I don't know what happened to her, and I thought she was. The, I think I ain't gonna sit here and say she was the uh, the best one out, but her sound and you know her scene type rap, I thought it was kind of dope, and she was a little cute. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn, this shit it, it can work, but it just never <laughs> it never went further. Yeah. Yeah, and I think part of that might be her fault too. Because I think when that single Try Me came out, you know, she made it a point to be like, this is not really me as a rapper. It's just me fucking around in a song, Mm -hmm. you know, and none of her songs after that really sounded like that with that delivery at all. So she kind of abandoned it. I think she wanted to be more taken seriously as a singer or a rapper. And A Boogie was like, fuck it. If you ain't using it, you know, (laughs) so (laughs) he had a little run with that whole flow. And I mean, that's kind of her fault because she kind of abandoned it. But hey, whatever got you hot, keep doing it at least for a while until you can maintain an audience. Yeah. But um, the um, rap it, wrap this album up. The last song, I think it was the worst song ever. Yes. Yes. I cringed a lot. Yes. Like I went I went on and listened to it just to say I did. <laughs> but I hate the RIP songs, man. Yes. The RIP songs. He started naming everybody at yeah, the end. I'm not a fan of I'm that. I'm just like, man, he yeah. Kobe, Gigi, rest in peace. I couldn't make it through Pop that song, smoke, man. Nipsey. I was just like, man. I'm like, damn, man. Like yeah. he, he, he like 20 years too late. If it was 20 mm-hmm. years ago, People probably would have thought that song was fire. Yes. I just hate those type of songs now, man. Like, (laughs) you're not going to do better than I'll be missing you. No. Uh That that was the best. Might as well wrap it up at that point. You know what, man? (laughs) Funny thing, I was just thinking about that song recently, too, because I watched the video. Is that like low key the most disrespectful RRP video of all time? Why was Diddy dancing in that video, dog? Uh, Why was he fucking doing a Diddy bop in the rain? It looked like he was happy. (laughs) Like he was having a great time in that video, man. I do not remember. I don't understand. Man. That shit was just fine to me. Um, So, wrapping things up. A very controversial release, which we will get into shortly. Um, But Megan Thee Stallion... Dropped a album amidst a quite a controversy this week. Um, it's not an album, actually. It is a mixtape project, whatever EP, I guess if you can say that. Um, it is called Sugar. Um, so right now, we'll actually just talk about this project first before we get into all the backstage drama yeah. that made its way to the limelight this week. So I heard this album, or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. project, and it was, mm, I mean, actually, I started off enjoying it, but there were, the Kalani song is where I kind of fell off on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a little bit of a while before we since we heard anything like big from Megan. That B-I-T-C-H song Sorry. was a flop. I still think that song sucks. Um, but honestly, I mean, she could rap and I honestly was not looking forward to listening to this album because of all the drama and shit. I kind of fell off on even, you know, the whole thing, the whole image has been destroyed for me. (laughs) So I wasn't looking forward to listening to it. But then when I heard this project, I was like, okay, Megan can still rap, man. Like she could still go with anybody. Mm -hmm. And technically she probably is the best female rapper out right now in terms of bars, delivery, how she attacks a track. She's good. Um, I think she is trying to transition transition into more of a pop 
Nikki type singer now, though, unfortunately. She is straight up singing on the last song. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm not really There's a, a fan of. a couple of them she was, too. Yeah. I mean... I guess there's a time and place for that, but I don't think she's really a great singer. Mm-hmm. I don't think Nikki was a great singer. I didn't like them singing on tracks. Like, get get another bitch to sing. You know, <laughs> get a feature. Um, I like the Gunna track. Going back to my other Gunna stannery. Yeah, I want to hear you a new like, Gunna project, you really man. Do Me too. I like Gunna. the song too. I do. <laughs> he got a song out too. I forgot the name of it, but the song is hard. Oh shit! I gotta check it. Nah, every every time I hear Gun on a feature, man, it's like I want more. I yeah. want to hear the next album, man, the next mixtape, whatever. <laughs> um, so that was a good song. Um, overall, like, look, man, it was a it was your standard Megan Thee Stallion fair. Production was pretty good. Uh, very light on features. I think that was on purpose. And the Kalani out the Kalani song she actually said was supposed to be on Kalani's album, but Kalani didn't want to use it. She just gave it away to Megan and she used it on her own album. So, um, eh, I mean, if you're a fan of Megan, you'll like it. Um, if you're on the bubble, you'll probably still like it. Like, mm-hmm. it is a solid project, but it's still not her album. She's been out a year plus. I feel like she should have put a complete work together by now. But there are reasons why she hasn't. We'll get into that in a minute. But from what y'all heard from this project, what did y'all think about it? Um, I didn't really care for the album too much, man. I think we talked about this last time. We remember we had debates about, you know, maybe she should uh, switch it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think that's exactly what she did in this album. Yeah. And that's the one reason why I was worried about her trying to branch off and do some uh do something that's um that she never really did. So, um I like the first couple tracks. I, the the best song on here to me was Captain Hook. Yeah. I think that beat was hard. Um, I like Stop Playing featuring Gunna. But um, to me, I felt like she stepped away from the whole twerk thing, man. I felt like that was her. And I hate to say, you know, just keep doing what you know. Mm-hmm. But that was working. Those songs are the ones that's playing. The, um, the strip club type of anthems. So um, I, th- I thought that was working. So I think she could have, you know, she ain't got to be like Baby and do the exact same beats and stuff like that. But yeah. I think that was her bop. <laughs> and right now, it seemed like she was she was a little more serious. I, I ain't going to say it was a 444 type of album or nothing no. like that, but she was a little more serious. She switched it up a lot to me. So, um, I don't know. I, I just wasn't feeling it, man. This like If I'm going out to a club and I want to get hyped or something like this, I'm not putting this album on. Yeah. The other album, Fever, I think it was nothing but those type yeah. of bangers. Like every single track was bangers. This one is not really like that, man. I like I said, I like Captain Hook. I like I think Savage is okay. But um The first song was good too, I thought. Um, mm-hmm. what's it called? Uh, Ain't, Ain't Equal. Ain't Equal. That was a good one. Yeah, but I think I don't know. I think she been scrolling. Uh, she might have been listening to this podcast and say, oh, they they want me to switch it up a little bit. <laughs> I talk about the same thing too much. Let me try it. But like, I, like to your um, to your point, I think it's a good I think she, she can rap. She I think she can rap out rap anybody. The production on here good. But I don't know. I just think she, you know, she switched up the uh, the defense that was working. Yeah, or switched up the offense that was working. She was making shots on that last album. Now she, I feel like she went to something else, and it's kind of like, ah, you know, I don't want to, you know, hear that because the 
probably her most popular song is the B-I-T-C-H. Yeah. And that's, you know, we really don't care for that one like that. So, I don't know, man. I, yeah. I probably won't go back to this album. Mm-hmm. Do you think that was intentional? To switch it up? No, no, no. That you, do you think it's intentional that people won't go back to this album with the controversy surrounding what's going on with her right now? Because um, for... Because on one end, I kind of feel like it could be intentional. But on the other end, I feel like no artist is going to put out a, like, even though yeah. I guess I, I shouldn't say that we've witnessed it before, but I don't see her putting out whack music just uh, for the sake of putting out whack music. She's still a new artist. She can't she can't afford to do that right now. Yeah, I don't think but, she will. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. Yeah. Uh, I don't see her risking her music to do this. Uh, to try to get out of a deal, like if, mm-hmm. if this uh, a throwaway album to get out, yeah, I don't because it, it, necessarily one, not to get out, but just yeah. you know knowing subconsciously that it's probably not going to do as much as many numbers as she's received before because she's still under who she's under and she doesn't want them. I don't want to say she doesn't want them to prosper, but obviously they're going. We're gonna get into what they're going through. Yeah. But. And to be clear, and since we're getting into it anyway, um, none of her projects count towards the album she's she, she's supposed to deliver to fifteen oh one. Ah, that's so, interesting. So so far she is not. I think she's under contract for three albums, and none of them have been fulfilled yet. She's dropped three projects. They are too short to be considered albums. Under whose standards? Theirs under the contract the L- terms. The contract terms. Yeah, gotcha. full so length LP is over forty five minutes. These are under forty five minutes intentionally, I think. Gotcha. But we'll get to that in a minute. Okay, I was about to say then why not? Before you gave us that knowledge, I was about to say why not just name these albums and get out of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's there's a reason. But I, I yeah. have another theory about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, you want to get to it now? Uh, I, I, did you hear the album? Uh, ish. I heard a few okay. songs. I didn't listen to. I didn't give it the time that I should have given it, but it was okay. Like, um, I did appreciate the difference, the change in subject matter. Mm-hmm. But again, like the bitch video made me like the song more. But yeah. it's not a song that I'm just going to listen to on my own. Um, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I really want her to prevail. Like I'm very tuned in obviously like everybody is to this situation and I want her to prevail but um I don't know the music she's a dope rapper we keep saying that and mm-hmm. she's a dope rapper she's a dope lyricist but it's it, I don't know what I want from her but it's not what she's giving me I don't know and it's it's, it's hard it's hard to put put words to it but she's not she's not meeting whatever it is that I'm looking for from her like I feel like she has so much potential to be I don't know. I don't know. I just need to let her be her own artist, but she's not giving me what I want from her for some reason. No, I mean, I think a lot of people have that kind of view. And honestly, the controversy, I think, has dropped her stock a little bit, mm-hmm. and at least for the people who weren't fans already. Yeah. And, or living in Houston. Yes. Yeah. I also think that, well, it's kind of unfair because with Cardi, you know, her our expectations of her lyrically are kind of low, honestly. I think... <clears throat> I think her whole career was kind of low. We wasn't expecting Cardi to be what she is now. Yeah, because she she started on love and hip hop. Like she what? started on Instagram. If we want to get technical, yeah, yeah, she started on Instagram. But like a lot of people from love and hip hop don't blow up like exactly. that. Exactly, mm-hmm. it was more of a feel good story with her. Yeah, whereas with Megan, it's, a Cinderella it's like story. yeah, with Megan, it's like okay, you didn't come from like the worst circumstance. You went to college. Like we expect, we hold you to a little bit of a higher standard than just the ratchet shit but then again people still want to hear the ratchet shit so 
she's kind of been painted in a difficult corner artistically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it's like, do you do I impress the hip hop heads or do I impress, you know, the hot girls who just yeah. like twerking and shit? Yeah. So very it's, tough, man. It, it's tough, but I think I think a lot of people sometimes they need to block out a lot of stuff and just do what's working. Yeah. I know sometimes they get in bad, but sometimes you gotta do that. Look at people like a uh let's say maybe a pit bull or a flow rider. They started off one way and you know, obviously it worked a little bit, but once they went to that other side and saw it was working, yeah. It's like stay there. Like it. It, there's no point in trying to, oh, let me make a hood song or let me do this. Like, no, Flo Rider stayed in that <laughs> in that um pop bag. Yeah. Yep. And um and it like he he's no less than a man or he, he still say he's from the hood, blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. That's wh- that's where he's making his money. So why would you want to le- stop what uh, stop doing something if it's working? So I think a lot of people do that. But like I said, it could backfire. You got mm-hmm. people like a Fifty Cent who still use the same formula. Yeah, and it's kind of old and outdated. Or uh, Eminem who you know used that formula that worked and it's not working anymore. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes when you hot man, you just gotta keep rolling with that hand. It's tough, man. We'll see how our career pans out after yeah. this whole drama is kind of settled. And for that drama, fuck it. I guess Uh-oh. it's time now. No. So let us get the people's court music. Get to the shit. Yes. All right. <laughs> All rise. Jury of the Gems and Juice podcast, which is three of us. Somehow <laughs> in a 12-person jury. I don't know how that works, but whatever. So... As we correctly predicted, and I got to bring that up again, because we did wonder why Megan Thee Stallion's career hadn't really taken off the way it had. And I suspected it was because of label issues. She's trying to get out of her label and Carl Crawford's having a fight with her behind the scenes. So it is no longer behind the scenes. And now we are fully invested in the battle of one Carl Crawford in 1501 certified versus Megan Javon Ruth Pete. <laughs> I now know her full name. Megan. Her last name. How the fuck you got Pete as last name? <laughs> what the fuck? I see. See, rappers have the worst real names. I see why they got rap names. No, her name is kind of normal, though. <laughs> Megan Pete. That's a normal name. That's a normal name. <laughs> For a yeah. black look woman. Up, look at Janae Aiko name. Look at Quavo. Somebody tell you on the phone or you see a text from somebody named Megan Pete. You going to think it's a black person? <laughs> probably <laughs> or not. Or like nah. a middle-aged white woman. Yeah, yeah. probably. Come yeah. on. <laughs> You're right. Megan Pete's a terrible name. At least we can pronounce that shit. That's yeah. true. Exactly. Quavo got a different <laughs> fucking offset. Got a whole. Scorpius. Yeah. <laughs> Nevadius, Chalabu- a.k.a. Yeah. Future. Yeah. <laughs> Sound anyway. like a damn Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, so. Uh, we are invested in her battle. So, um, like I said before, um, we had only heard from Carl Crawford about this whole disagreement they had been having. But Megan finally came out on Monday, I believe it was. And she had a IG live video. She went live and she finally she said she had something important to say. So <laughs> she finally went out and aired out the trouble she's been having with 1501. She didn't say anybody by name, but she said 1501 is blocking her from releasing new music. And let's play some of that audio real quick. If you haven't heard it, here's her talking about it in person. Hold on. What was 
in my contract. When I signed, I didn't really know what was in my contract. I was young, I, I think I was like 20. And I didn't know everything that was in that contract. So when I got with Rock Nation, I got management, real management. I got real lawyers. And they was like, do you know that this is in your contract? And I was like, oh, damn, that's crazy. No, I didn't know. So I'm not mad at 1501. I wasn't upset because I'm thinking in my head, oh, well, everybody cool. We all family. It's cool. It's nice. Let me just ask some niggas to renegotiate my contract. Soon as I said, I want to renegotiate my contract, everything went left. Like, it just all went bad. It all went left. So now they're telling the bitch that the, she can't drop no music. It's really just like a greedy game. Like, it's really just real greedy. Wasn't trying to lead the label. Wasn't trying to not give nobody money that they feel like they entitled to. I just want to renegotiate some shit. I'm not a greedy person. I'm not a person that like confrontation. I'm not a person that's a bitch. Like, I work with everybody, and I'm nice, and I'm real family-oriented. That's a weird comment to give yourself. But niggas <laughs> gonna be niggas. And they gonna be greedy and they gonna be shady. And I see the shit that people be, that, you know, that can't be saying about me. And I'll be like, damn, well, since you got so much to say, why you just won't tell them why you mad? You mad because I don't, because I don't want to roll over and bow down like a little bitch and you don't want to renegotiate my contract. Niggas be like, oh. Yeah, they made Megan Thee Stallion. Megan Thee Stallion was Megan Thee Stallion before I even got over there. I've been rapping, been freestyling, been doing me. Okay, that's been. about it. So, for clarification, um, Carl Crawford did bring these things up in the past mm -hmm. on the Slim Thug podcast, like I talked about, and he said that after Megan met with Rock Nation, from his perspective. Um, it it seemed like she was not open to renego renegotiate at all, and she wanted to leave the label. So she is saying something different here. And also, after this came out, she filed a lawsuit against Carl Crawford in 1501. The lawsuit is saying that the contract is unfair because 1501 certified gets 60% of her recording income and she gets 40%, but she has to pay engineers, mixers, and featured artists who want to be on her songs. Um, she also said that uh, the she's supposed to, the label is supposed to give her, um, well, the label gets all the money from her touring and live performances, and she gets her cut. But she's saying the label is being very purposefully and deceptively vague about how much money they're getting from her performances before she gets her cut. Mm -hmm. So she's basically insinuating that they're not giving her her fair amount. And she also mentioned one James Prince. Mm -hmm. Is he James Prince? I think it's James. Yeah. Jay Prince. We call him Jay Prince. Uh, yeah. I was about um, to say, don't call that man yes. by his government. <laughs> What's wrong with you? 
That was Ryan Rocket. Hey, this this was in. This is a federal. <laughs> this is a lawsuit. Okay, I have yeah. to. I don't know what it about is. You look, next. man. Look, we, we are we are we're trying to get a mob ties on this podcast. Okay, absolutely. It's all, all respect. Right to the godfather jay prince <laughs> but he was named in this lawsuit um megan claimed that crawford had been using his his relationship with rapid lot records founder jay prince to intimidate people in the industry in the lawsuit she claimed crawford pressured a producer probably little jew who is the producer for 1501 he produced cash shit and a uh, big old freak um he pressured the producer to hand over beats by saying that Prince would be pissed. <laughs> and then she claimed that Jay Prince is a notorious is notorious in the industry for strong armed intimidation tactics. And the comment was taken as a physical threat of harm. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. So you want to react to this first? Yeah, you go ahead. Yeah, you know, we break it down. So, what did y'all think when this? Because every every day something new came out, but at this point, this all unfolded like on a Monday. So, yeah. what were your thoughts when all we the, heard was Megan's side video. of this? Yeah, um, my first thoughts was I kind of went back to Carl because we, you know, we talked, we broke it first. You broke it down first, but. Um, she pretty much said the, uh, the exact same thing Carl said, but from her point of view, mm-hmm. that you know uh, she wanted to re- renegotiate the contract, and they said no, which uh, I don't want to say it don't it, it don't make sense, but she made it seem like it was just an easy peasy type thing. I, Wait a minute, oh let's go let's renegotiate, and they just said no. But um, my thoughts on her doing the video, I thought the video was kind of goofy. Like if you you told me about it, so mm-hmm. um, I I kind of knew what I was expecting. But if I didn't know what was going on and I just clicked on her live, I wouldn't. I I, I had no clue what she was doing. It, she didn't really seem worried. She was goofy. She was laughing, joking around, smoke smoking the sucker. Yeah, that was weird. It seemed it seemed like it seemed like it was somebody about to spill some tea on somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know how you got the people that try to expose people like, oh, I got this tea. Mm-hmm. And they kind of taking their time, juicing it a little bit, mm-hmm. responding to comments and all this other stuff. So it, it seemed real goofy to me. But um, what else? Um, yeah, she pretty much said the same thing Carl said. And I had a, I kind of had a problem with her saying um, – on her deal, how you know she? I was twenty years old. I ain't really know. Yeah, which was a lie, by the way. But we'll get into that later. Yeah, to me, that's a that's not really a good excuse, man. Because we do a lot of stuff when we was young. Mm-hmm. We can't sit here and say, "Oh, that's not fair," because I was young and I ain't know what I was signing. You you can't do that. You like I can't sit there and uh, talk to a credit card company and say, "Well, I was I was eighteen years old. I ain't know what I was getting into. I shouldn't, you know." Y'all jerking me around with this this percentage I got to pay now. So I really didn't like that part of it. But um, what else? Yeah, that was my thoughts. That's my initial thoughts of the whole video, the IG okay. video. Okay. Jasmine, when it got to this point, what did you think initially of this whole discussion going on? Um, I was interested to know what inspired her to tell us about this. Mm. Like what... You know what, what, what? Yeah, what, what made her? What happened for her to feel like we needed to know on social media about this? Well, 
Yeah, was she, was trying to, she was trying to drop the album on Friday and she said she was being blocked from dropping it. But so. I don't know. I I guess if I don't know, I guess if the renegotiate like the renegotiation of her pro, um, her contract is something that could have been done, according to Jay Prince and, you know, their side. Mm hmm. I don't know. I I just find it odd that she took to social media to talk about it. Mm. Um, if the pro like, I don't know if it if this has happened. Maybe it's something that's been occurring, and it's something that she's finally tired of like keeping to herself. But why not just hold the project? Like you know, um, why not hold the project until things are settled behind closed doors? Why why did we need to know about it? Um, now, I guess, if this is something that she's obviously been in, that was my first initial thoughts. Like, what, 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 what triggered this? What, what made her tell us about all this now? Okay. Yeah. Um, I will say this: when this much dropped, um, I was surprised by the general reaction. Um, because usually we do see everybody take the artist side. Um, and the artists know what they're doing, so I'm not surprised she went to the public because everybody does this. Taylor Swift that, did this. Lil yeah. Uzi did this. Everybody who has label issues and says, you know, wants to drop something, but there are some legal issues, they want to say the label trying to stop me. So, and, But does that ever really help their case? Usually, I, yes. I, I think so for the simple fact that, you know, fans want to hear her music. Yeah. So if you come out and say, hey, I can't drop music for my fans. <laughs> mm -hmm. And they they stopping me, blah, blah, blah. And she even used the hashtag free met yes. the stallion. So I definitely think she was pandering to her platform. It to, is it's weaponizing. To make them look bad. It's weaponizing your fan base to go attack the other people. Yeah. Nikki is notorious for this. Ariana Grande does this a whole lot, too. I think it's a dirty move I because think it is too. you know yeah. you have millions of followers and nobody really knows who Carl Crawford is unless you really know the music business. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they're going to go attack him because they love her and don't know him. Yeah. I, and I guess, too, in that same in the insane, that same statement, like. We have not seen any of this from her, like as as far as what we know of Megan in the public eye, she's always ready to party. She's always turn up. She's always a nice girl. So Kissing that's easy. why G easy. <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> but that's why I guess it was confusing, not confusing, but it was just odd for me because it's like Megan. This isn't Megan. Like she doesn't do stuff like this as far as what we've seen of her so far. So that's why I was just like, what? And I agree. I think um, artists do use their fan bases to get what they want, but she just never came off of, as the type to do something like that. Yeah. So that's why it was a little surprising to see. Fair yeah. point. I think it can help an artist too, uh, depending on the situation. If it was a really bad situation, maybe like the Taylor Swift situation, where you know that person might be really be a dick and trying to hold them back, mm -hmm. then I think that could work to bring awareness. But um, with this situation, it seemed like she using it to her advantage to try to say, all right, I'm about to get all the, the hotties to, you know, tr get under Carl Crawford comments and talk shit and to, you know, to make them look bad, to make the lawsuit look better, to say, hey, this poor little girl is her music being held back because of y'all. Yep. Um, and here's the the main issue of this whole thing. Before I before we continue into more things that happen in this whole thing, um, my my thing is this real quick. Artists know 
that when you tell a somebody who has no idea how the music business works, when you tell them about the contract they sign, it always looks bad if you don't know the music business and you don't know these things are standard. Yeah. So when you look at something on the face and say, wow, you only got $10,000 and you only got a, uh, you only get 60% or 40% of what you earn as a artist. That sounds terrible. Yeah. You got to remember that when they sign these contracts, nobody knows who you were. Yeah. Megan's fans are looking at her as Megan Thee Stallion right now. Yeah. You would not be fighting for her to get this contract when she signed it when you didn't even know her. Yeah. So keep that in mind, people. <laughs> um, but anyway, <laughs> the plot thickened a whole lot. Carl Crawford finally came out. He spoke with Billboard. Um, and he basically refuted pretty much everything that Megan Thee Stallion said. Um, he said that basically she's in the bubble. Um, there's other people kind of pulling the strings behind her, making her do these things. You know, he said the only thing I ever, we ever did was give, give, give. Now she fell for the oldest trick in the industry, the conquer and divide theme. He said everybody in the industry knows this is what Jay-Z and Rock Nation do. They come in, find the smallest things with, wrong with the problem because they weren't any problems before she left. And then she says, I didn't want to negotiate. Okay, tell, er, tell everybody your definition of negotiating. Your definition is, okay, I'm going to send Suge nice old lawyers to come in and it's a stick up. Of course, I'm like, this isn't a negotiation. This is a robbery. Um, he's saying he wasn't greedy. She, they're trying to keep him out of everything. And uh, T. Ferris was somebody who drafted this contract with Megan Thee Stallion's mother. Mm -hmm. They all read it, did it, approved it. And now he's getting, he feel like he's getting shut out of the whole thing because T. Ferris, um, who was also a, a well-known Houston, uh, I guess, agent, manager, whatever you want to call him. Uh, he, he has been behind Megan Thee Stallion this whole thing as well. Um, so it, it, if you want to read the whole thing, it's a good, it's a good piece from his side of the story. Um, he kind of clarifies what he thinks the deal is. Um, she said she only got paid $15,000. He said when he, when she signed at 300, he wrote a check for $50,000 for Megan mm. off the bat, just off that contract because it was a one or 100,000 deal, like $100,000 deal, I think. So she got a piece of that, even though he said she didn't have to get that. That's Yeah. So um, he's saying that, you know, she said we didn't do anything for her. Well, I got $500,000 to $800,000 worth of receipts to show that we did do something. So he's saying T. Ferris is lying to her. He's saying he spent upwards of $2 million on her that she hasn't recouped yet. Mm. So until she pays this, you know, I think that's why they were trying to block the release because he's saying that she's done performances that he has not gotten anything from. And they stopped communication in August of last year. So everything she's done since then, he's supposed to be owed a check for, and he hadn't gotten that check. Mm -hmm. So he is pissed off too. He's struck back in this billboard thing. I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's pretty long. Mm -hmm. But basically, he's saying that she lied about the contract terms and everything she said was basically false. Um, so How he you feel about. Oh, go ahead. You know, uh, uh, also, he real quick, uh, he tried to dissolve the restraining order, which was the uh, with the judge filed 
to actually have her album come out on Friday, mm-hmm. uh, but it was di- it was it was dismissed, and the album came out anyway. So at this point, after hearing from Carl Crawford's side, whose side were y'all taking? I, oh, good. It's really hard to say. I think because I do think th- the these stories are getting blurred. Like I, I don't. Obviously, it's more to the story than we're getting on both pot on both sides, both parties. But it sounds as though it, it really sounds as though Carl is in the right. Um, the whole and I hate to do do this and say this, please don't come for me. But I think the whole Jay Prince um, stepping in and making his statement is what made it bigger than like is what blew it up hmm. even more. Because I I think some of his comments were unnecessary as far as like her mother was involved and things like that. And I think it made it uglier than it it had to be. Um, I think the back and forth between him and Megan um, obviously is something that they need to work out. But I I really think that the Jay Prince thing kind of kind of kind of tipped the edge. Honestly, and um, even hearing both perspectives and listening to Megan's side, because if I'm not mistaken, um, I could just be out of the loop. But I haven't heard any representative speak up on her side other than saying that the restraining order was lifted. I mean, um, you know, blocking the restraining order or whatever, and she could release the music. But there have been no representation other than herself speaking on her behalf. Mm -hmm. And even in her statement which we just talked about was kind of conflicting like you said you can't say that you were 21 year you you know you didn't know better that doesn't that's not that doesn't hold any weight um and when it comes to us a, a signing of a contract so from the perspective of Carl's side it's more so like he is in the right he's just needing he just wants what's his and even to hear her say it was all love and stuff like i can i can see there being manipulation here on on Megan's behalf on on who she's dealing with and who she's speaking with and talking to because like she said if it was all love even when she went to the Rock Nation then why all of a sudden now mm-hmm. why all of a sudden now is there any type of issue and I think and again I hate to say it, but I really think Jay Prince Jay Jay Prince really just stirred the pot even more than it already was and it, mm-hmm. and made it and made it more of a big big commotion. Hmm. And it probably could have get you know it probably could have been settled a little a little nicer, but I don't think so that like this go round now. I call it a, a pig pen. <laughs> <laughs> it is. You rolling with the hogs now? <laughs> so, Vicky, uh, what do you think about it, man? Um, I'm kind of um, I'm kind of on Carl's side a little bit mm. because um, we gotta remember Carl wasn't a music exec. Yeah, he wasn't in the game for 25 plus years. He didn't. He, we met him. Uh, we met him um, back la- what last year? I f- year before that, I think. Man, that was a long yeah, time. It's been a minute. Yeah, but he he don't seem like that type of person. I know you can't just judge a person off of looks, but he he not a grimy person that trying to take somebody money. He that dude had a hundred forty million dollar contract when mm-hmm. he played in the in the, uh in baseball. So it just to me. All the stuff do make sense because when you, I, I kind of been there at some point where you do have some type of artist and you put all this effort into it because you think it like, damn, you know, this working and let's keep doing this. Let's build her up. And um, it gets to that point where that person kind of take off a little bit and somebody else swooped them up and they forget where they came from. 
So um, to me, all of this do somewhat make sense. I think um, I think I think Carl is looking at it like, damn, like I put all this work in. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, the mo- money ain't a thing. Yeah, I, I agree with that. So, I don't think he's concerned about yeah, the money. Money ain't a thing. So um, I, I think he had no problem spending um, millions of dollars on Megan. But I think it got to the point where she, you know, she did do the Rot Nation. There, she she got big. She mm-hmm. she she got big to the point where Rot Nation did look at her, and she ended up getting with Rot Nation. But I think um, I think that's the one reason you mentioned that um, before uh, a couple months ago. That's she on an independent label, yeah. So that's why she's not as big as she should be. So I think Rock Nation kind of came in and said, hey, we could get you bigger than this. We need to get you off that, you know, little shit. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and they can't because she under that contract. So I think that's why it looks so bad from, mm-hmm. you know, a fan's point of view, because it's like, damn, she can't get out of that and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But um, I don't, I'm kind of I'm kind of on this side, man. I kind of feel I, I dealt with people where, you know, I, um, I seen talent where I said, all right, yeah, you can record in my house. And, you know, no money down and all this other stuff. And I put all my all into it Mm -hmm. for them to, you know, get on the radio and, you know, take off and not look back. It's kind of like, damn, bro. Like, I help you get to this point. I'm the one that put that song out. And I don't even think it's even a a matter of that. I don't think it's that he looking for her to give him credit for everything. I think it's more so a personal thing at this point. I think it's more so that they had built a personal relationship and it's just like, She's not act. They not acting based on that relationship they built and that trust and respect that they had for one another. I think that she's no longer um, abiding by that, and I think that's where why he is in the in the position that he's in. Because it's like it, it's it's more so a respect thing than than anything. Like it's more so a respect of of of. I don't know of each other. It, it would seem, and especially, um, I don't think he's looking for looking for all the recognition. I just think he between them two, I think he knows what it is, and it's like Megan. You know, how would you do this publicly when you know that I've taken care of you? You know, I, I've I've helped you for so long, and I don't want to sh- I don't want to shit on her either because obviously was was she needs to stand up for herself so i like that she's standing up for herself but i just think it's being done in a in a weird way i think it's mm. being done in a way that this situation might not have necessarily had to go the route that she took no, and the now, hottie's coming for you now so oh, oh, you you're know, ready for the hotties <laughs> yeah i mean it's cool all right all right but, so kind of wrapping up before we get our final thoughts on this one more thing happened the godfather himself we can't get in the in the pig pen with <laughs> with, with, with pigs. So we are officially in the pig pen That's, now. Oh yeah. Because uh Jay Prince did issue a statement on his favorite app Instagram. <laughs> when I tell you I was refreshing Dying. his damn um Instagram, yes. I'm like, man, I know he's gonna reply. I know he's gonna reply. He, really? He finally yeah. did. He finally did. And I will try to read it. I'm not going to do the J Prince voice. Because that's exactly how I read it. <laughs> but think this is too long to read the J Prince delivery because he talks the too first slow. <laughs> Breaking news alert. <laughs> I can't even imagine. I, that's a funny thing. I can't even imagine Jay Prince actually saying breaking news alert. I don't know why, don't know why he started this shit oh, that way. Breaking Man. news alert. Okay. <clears throat> Houston, 
We have a problem with Megan, along <laughs> with the Rock Nation employee. I can't even say this motherfucking name. Okay, let me start over. Houston, we have a problem, Megan, along with Rock Nation employee Gitan Jolly Grace Liar. Decide to include my name in a lawsuit wrapped around lies and stupidity. <laughs> we going to get this shit straight. Now, let's deal with the root of this issue. The root is a familiar one for me coming from a successful independent record record label perspective. We as okay, I can't read the whole thing. It's too long, man. Shit, I'm kind of getting scared, man. <laughs> we as independent record labels make many sacrifices along with our artists. After we do all the hard work together with artists, it is a known fact that major record labels and established managers attempt to post the fruits of our labor. <laughs> One of the first things they do is criticize the deal that raised their artists from the dead. These record labels and managers don't want shit to do with these artists until the hard work, risk, sacrifices, and resources have been spent by the little guys. It's the same technique of the culture vultures. <laughs> I did not allow this to happen to me when New York and L.A. record labels attempted to take my artists, so they, they labeled me as malicious for fighting back. I didn't allow it then, so I damn sure ain't going to allow it to happen to 1501 Records or anyone, any other independent record label that I'm associated with. Okay, regular speed for the rest of the shit. <laughs> for the record, we have no problem with, with negotiating with Megan, but we do have a problem with dictators. I find it very interesting that Rock Nation would allow their employee to sign an affidavit and statement full of slanderous lies on my methods of doing business when we have partnered together on several occasions. I don't think Jay-Z is aware of this, but only time will tell. Hmm, brought up Jigga's name too. Yeah. Uh -oh. Megan, even though she signed the affidavit, talked down and lied in court documents on me, I understand how lawyers brainwash artists to milk them of their funds in lawsuits that they know they can't win. Megan seems to be the perfect candidate for self-destruction, which is kind of calling her stupid, but okay. Uh -oh. Anyway... Um, any artist in the music industry will testify that a 40% profit share is a great deal, especially for an unestablished artist that till this day has never, has never delivered an album to this end. I give credit where credit is due. Megan, along with her mother who evidently could read God rest her soul, which is a crazy. <laughs> I cringe. I cringe when I seen that. Why was that even necessary? I cringe when I seen that. Why was that necessary? Man, what what a thing to write, man. Megan, along with her mother, who evidently could read God Rest Her Soul, uh, negotiated a good deal. This comment was so long, he spread it from two posts. <laughs> to this end, okay, he already said that part. Um, his mother negotiated a good deal. I sent her mother negotiated a good deal. I extend my hand to meet with Megan T Ferris and team personally for further negotiations. Unfortunately, it never happened even though we're all in Houston because she's being controlled by the people who started this shit. The homie Carl was an angel in Megan's eyes when he was spending hundreds of thousands of dollars investing in her career. Now that he's helped her become a successful artist, she stopped paying him his percentage and views him as the devil. I'm glad don't uh, I'm glad money don't make me I make money okay I know it's long yeah. I know I'm six my fucking delivery is fucked up but very interesting coming from the godfather of the pig pen <laughs> Jay Prince um so here's the thing my my final thoughts on the whole debacle 
Um, number one, I don't think Megan's going to win this lawsuit. Um, I don't think you can argue that it's unfair, honestly, so, in terms of. So what's the loss? What's the exact lawsuit? She's suing for damages because basically she's saying that the contract is unfair and okay. uh, also she's not being uh, they're not conducting their business where she's not getting her fair percentage or whatever. Okay. Um, I don't think she's going to win it because honestly, it's not a terrible contract for a unknown artist. It's a 360 deal, basically. The contract details actually are that Megan gets 40% of her royalties, 70% of her merchandising, 70% of the performance revenue over a thousand. And uh, she hasn't delivered a full album yet. So they spent money on her and she's made money herself off her own shit. Mm -hmm. I don't think this is going to work in this is going to hold up in court. Um, now my con, my new conspiracy theory is not really new, but I've been thinking about it. I don't think any of this is really happening of Megan's own volition. As Jay Prince has said, as Carl Crawford has said, I think rock nation wants to deliver an album that's going to make her one of the biggest rappers, female rappers, at least in the game, mm -hmm. but they can't do that. They're not going to put a Beyonce feature cause you know, they want that to happen. Yeah. Both yeah. from Houston. And they both big in the game. And they yeah, and um it's a female rapper. Yes. They need somebody to be up there with Cardi B to compete with Cardi they B. They want their own. own Cardi B, but they don't want to split that cake yeah. with some niggas in Houston. Exactly. They yep. want the entire thing. And once they take their cut, which would be a huge cut, yeah. there wouldn't be anything left for Megan. Yeah. So they want her out of that deal. And to that end, they told her to do this. Yeah. You know, because I watched her on uh, Hot 97, and she didn't really seem like she even knew what was going on with it. Mm -hmm. You know, she kind of seemed like, well, I, you know, I can't talk about it because it's legal stuff, but I just don't want to be a slave. And it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm sorry. I mean, I hate to use this word around, but you've been a slave. Yeah. You, you signed the two different people. You signed a contract. And oh, by the way, she was 22 years old when she signed that contract. So she wasn't 20 years old. Mm -hmm. But I know it's only two years, but that's kind of a big difference in your early 20s. Um, if I sign a car loan at 22, I can't sue and say it was unfair because I was 20. Yeah. So um, <laughs> another thing I thought was interesting the feedback in general has been kind of anti-Megan. Um, and I think part of that might be the g Easy thing. And part of that might be... <laughs> I, I hope not. You think so? I think it is. Mm. I think she lost a lot of her male fan base when she was Laid kissing up, up on g, g, -Eazy. g -Eazy. Yes. I wonder, do they got a video coming soon? I, think I don't they know. I would absolutely think that they have a project or not a project a single I or wonder something she, yeah, she, she gotta be on a feature with G-Eazy or something I'm honestly because surprised that was random she, as hell yeah. I'm surprised she wasn't on Sugar honestly maybe it's something for him it could be yeah. I don't know I don't know why that happened but yeah. it was just weird and I think she did lose the confidence of her fan base who just saw her as super sexy and doing her own thing mm. now suddenly it's like she's dirty why are we doing this G-Eazy though like I why, mean, why does he have to be I mean, uh, yeah. subpar. I mean, he's been called yeah. trash. I don't. I can't say I that personally. Know. I don't know yeah. him, but yeah. um. So the general feedback I think has been more on Carl's side, even though they don't know Carl. You know, yeah. I know how we, having interacted with him, can side with him, but I'm kind of surprised that the people who were neutral 
are siding against Megan. They're going in, honestly. Yeah. She's getting memed up, calling her broke. They're saying you lying in your raps. Uh, you know, you're, they're, they're going in on her, man. And I think the reason why is, like, we're tired of playing this game, man. We're tired of being you fans and people who like music and support artists. We're tired of being responsible for your mistakes. Mm-hmm. So it's our job to attack them yeah. because you signed a bad contract. Mm-hmm. We didn't tell you to sign that contract. You know, we get fucked we, up in our life and we just got to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. We just want the music. Yes. If I make a bad co-signment, <laughs> if I do something wrong in my early 20s, I get a, a shitty deal on a car where I got to pay it even though it's not even worth that much. You know, that's all me. Can't I can't, I yeah. can't cry about it. We, you know, we signed this paper. Exactly. Yeah. So we're, you're not going to like, we're tired of playing the game of being weaponized to attack people and don't play the black woman card. Okay. Everybody gets fucked in the industry. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm tired of that sympathy card being played and we'll see how things go. I think she eventually gets released from the whole contract. I mm-hmm. think they buy her out. I think she'll be fucked if they do because she'll be in debt to Rock Nation because they'll have to pay to get her out and she'll owe that money. Mm-hmm. So it'll be kind of bad for her. That's my, maybe why she's trying to sue in the first place, but we'll see how it goes. I've talked enough. Yeah. Do y'all I, have any final thoughts on it? I'm, I'm just, I'm, as we all are, just interested to see how this is going to play out. I really do hope that on Megan's end, her and Carl do not diminish their relationship, though, if, it, if it's not already. Yeah, it's enough, already done. It's, but, they don't talk anymore. Yeah, but I just hate I I'd hate to see them not even be able to be cordial when the sense of, you know, they built so much together and yeah. they and you know, she came so far with the help of him and not to say that she wasn't talented on her own. I would just like to see them at least um come to a better understanding out, out of this. I don't know how long that's going to take, but I I definitely want to see them at least be able to be cordial and 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 at least have a conversation, which it doesn't seem like they've been doing. Yeah. Um. And Jay Print, I, I don't know. I just, I just don't feel like he was necessary in this situation. I don't know if, you know, I don't know if he is just, uh, you know, obviously close and in business with Carl. But I just feel like that, that really just made it uglier than it had to be, or uglier than it was at the time. So I, I'm just interested to see how everything plays out, and hopefully she does not end up in a suck, a stoop, you know, a more compromising co- contract mm-hmm. than she already is in. She has leverage I, now, so yeah, I don't yeah. think she will. Go yeah. ahead, Piggy. I think I think uh, Jay Prince. I don't like the mama comment. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a little out of bounds, <laughs> but um, I think he was. I, I don't have a problem with him responding because she did name them in the lawsuit. So I think I think if she didn't name Jay Prince, I don't think he would have came out and said so. I might he might have. I don't think he would have came out with that long post like that. Mm-hmm. But for the simple fact, it was him because I didn't even know he was involved when I heard he was in the lawsuit too. I'm like, oh shit. So um, yeah, I didn't even know he was that much involved in the whole thing for her to put him on that lawsuit. But um, to me, I think I think we need to play, play close attention to fifteen oh one new mm-hmm. artists because uh, they promoting a new artist, Kona Lisa. I think I think she's very talented. I don't know if she is um, talented as Meg, 
but they're promoting her pretty hard. Mm-hmm. They've been promoting her for uh, probably, uh, probably what since August, probably since Megan, you know, stopped dealing with Carl. But um, I think it's something to pay, pay close attention to because if this girl pop off, and I'm not saying she's gonna get big as Meg, but if she pop off heavy in the female rap, I think that kind of shows that damn, uh, you know, even though Meg was talented. We put a lot into this artist and see where we got her, because if if they did pretty much the same thing that they did with Meg, it kind of defeat the purpose of what Meg said by saying, "Oh, you know, I had the talent already. I had the raps. I did my own stuff. Mm-hmm. So they really didn't do much." Mm-hmm. They show you that they did do a lot because they did it with another female artist, and it got to that point. And I think that's why why it's kind of hard to side with her because that in itself is not humbling like you you gotta obviously you're talented but you gotta know that you didn't get there on your own like you gotta understand and be and and be aware that you didn't get there on your own regardless of how talented you you know god got you there obviously but you didn't get there without the help of other people yeah yeah it's and it's a lot of talented people in this world but the number one thing that keep talented people from going further is money Money. I think. I think if I had the money behind me, if I had that same deal, I probably would be further. Like you never know. But with me not having that money, just having the talent, you know, I, I'm where I'm at now. So you know, I just don't like the uh, the whole. Oh, I got the talent. I did everything my own. If that's the case, why you signed the deal? Yeah. So um, yeah, I didn't like that part from her. And um, the other part, uh, she re- actually responded again on Instagram, oh, yeah. pretty much saying, uh, "You know, I'm not gonna let these two guys bully yeah. me." Yeah, I, uh, I kind of that was a triggering word too. Yeah, I kind of felt the way. I, I don't like the bully word. I think it's too people use it too loosely. And um, to me, I don't think to me somebody bullying is um, I don't know. Man. I just don't like the bully word, mm-hmm. man. People use it too loosely. I ain't like that, but. Um, I, I hope they, I, I hope they figure something out. I don't know if they're gonna buy her out, but I just hope they figure something out. I hope they renegotiate mm-hmm. where everyone is happy and they at least still get a piece, uh, or fifteen one fifteen oh one still get a piece. But I definitely, I can't, I agree with you. I definitely think this is not her because uh, if she wasn't with Rock Nation, she probably wouldn't have said anything. Mm-hmm. But I think with them stepping in and um. They want to push her further. They can't really do anything with this independent label hanging yeah. on. Mm-hmm. So um, they probably thought they could strong arm him because he said it in the podcast. Mm-hmm. He said they tried to uh, get him for the paperwork and all that stuff, but he had everything together. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't do that. So I think this is right here. I think this is a Hail Mary trying to yeah. trying to get out of it because she, you know, she signed that paper. I it don't matter if you're an artist or not. If you sign anything, mm-hmm. Jasmine can sign a, a a paper to do this podcast. Mm-hmm. And if <laughs> I mean, if you get big enough where you want out, we can we don't have to let you out. Yeah. You signed the paper, so it don't it, it don't matter if you're a rapper or if you a, a guy signing um for a credit card. Long if you sign that document. <laughs> yep. Like Rock Nation can't do nothing about it. You got to deliver. Yeah, you got to yeah, that person that you signed that contract to, you they got to be on them to let you out of it or whatever. But we see people go through this all the time.
Yeah, and um, I also think that that would be an unfortunate consequence for this entire thing for Carl Crawford in fifteen oh one. I think this will hurt them a lot more in the long run, unfortunately, because number one, I think they run the risk of being blackballed. You have Rock Nation with a lot of powerful interest in the industry, and they don't like you now. Mm-hmm. So imagine if Kona Lisa gets big, gets a major deal, wants a feature, that's a Rock Nation artist, they're going to say no. Nah. And also the fact that your fan base is all, well, the Megan's fan base always is always going to view you as the bad guy. Yeah. That's not going to change because they don't like you. Yeah. They don't listen to your music. So, and they probably going to create a beef out of it. Exactly. It's probably going to be some shots thrown uh, about I'm the baddest bitch in the game type of thing. Yes. And it's, it's going, I hope it don't do that, man. I, I almost feel like they might need a rebrand that whole label 1501 really? because mm. it's always going to be associated with this now, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah. So it is what it is. But like y'all said, I hope things get resolved because uh, you hate to see this from a Houston, Houston. artist that's, that's that, on the bubble. That's the one thing I hate, too, man. Like if it was New York, they probably would have figured it out or Atlanta. They would have figured it out. Yeah. But for the simple fact, it's Houston. It's like, damn. All right. We got we got one of the best female rappers in the game right mm-hmm. now. And now they feuding with Jay Prince and Carl and all this other stuff. It's just like, damn, like, why can't y'all figure this out? Yeah. Like, they, like, I don't know. I I, I kind of agree with Jay Prince on the whole, you know, it's these big, Zach's, these big, <laughs> these big labels trying to do this shit, man. Like, I don't know. It's fucked up. It's, I think something similar happened to Cardi, too, because I think she was signed to somebody before, but Atlantic, she, they actually sued her. But Atlantic is too big. You ain't going to win that fight, man. So, yeah, like I yeah, said, it didn't they, work they, out for them. They, yeah, they ain't got that Carl Crawford money. Yeah, I think they actually just paid her off and she walked. So, yeah, uh, we'll see how things go. Um, but we'll be keeping a close eye on it, seeing how things unfold. And, yeah, so hopefully that whole thing gets resolved pretty soon. Um, other news. We got some old rap nigga beef. <laughs> Fresh off the skillet. Uh, we have uh, Chuck D and Public Enemy have apparently kicked their iconic member Flavor Flav out the group. This was a big thing. I didn't really care about it at first, but it kept on going for several days. Um, now apparently, for people who didn't haven't realized checked up on it, there was a Bernie Sanders uh, uh rally somewhere, and Public Enemy was scheduled to perform. And Flavor Flav, I believe, put out a statement saying that he would not be there. Because when you say public enemy, you usually assume that everybody's going to be there. So he made a statement saying that he did not support that and he wouldn't be there. And then public enemy put out a statement saying that he's been kicked out from the group, Flavor Flav. They're saying it's not just because of this. It's because of several things. Chuck D went on a tirade on Twitter saying that, you know, he wants to dance for his money. Mm. And he doesn't want to do anything for free. He doesn't want to support nobody unless he's getting a paycheck. And he had <clears throat> he had been on suspension since 2016 for um, a lot. He won't do anything free, basically. And he won't cooperate Who's with Flav? the group. Flavor Flav, okay. yeah. Mm. So because of that, they think it's time to move on. Uh, Flavor Flav has made a statement, too, basically saying that, you know, how are you going to let Bernie Sanders break up the public enemy? You know, he didn't have, you said he didn't have anything against Bernie, 
but he just didn't want to support that and he didn't think he should you know his name or the group's name should be invoked you know i guess he he, he wanted to say chuck d maybe but it said public enemy and i kind of like, agree with that yeah so um he's made his side known about this and um it's basically chuck d versus flavor flav um do y'all guys have any takes on this at all do you care i know it's an old group that you know only us old 30 plus year old niggas care about but (laughs) what do you think about it figgy i think it's kind of sad man i think um it's it's, this type of stuff shouldn't be happening um public publicly like that um i i think it was more stuff going on before this i think this was the the straw that broke the camel's back Mm mm-hmm I felt like they weren't as close as they was before. I think it been going on for a minute. I don't. I don't think it was a thing where they was tight and this thing just messed up everything when they decided yeah. to um, fire him. I don't think they was that cool from the <laughs> for a long time. Yeah. So um, to uh, Flay's point, I think I, I don't think it. I don't. I I feel where he coming from, man, because I would feel a type of way if you know it. You know, us doing the podcast, if one of y'all wanted to support Trump and, you know, you want to say, oh, Jim's the Juice podcast at the Trump, you know, convention and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I would feel a way about that. I would say, hey, you know, I, I respect who you want to go for, but this is it, sh- a, it should be, you know, a personal, like a should, personal thing. Yeah, it should be Ryan Rocket of so and so, so and so, or Jasmine of so and so, so and so. It shouldn't be like a thing because political uh, politics get too personal. And, you know, everybody got their different opinions on different people. So I, I totally uh, understand where Flav is coming from. But like I said, I think that's been brewing for a minute. Yeah. And this was the last thing where, you know, he said, you know, fuck it. I, I know you could fire people like that. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe yeah. maybe Chuck D got. Uh, if he he own, I guess he might own some of the actual, you know, group name itself. So, so, yeah, yeah. But, um, I. Yeah, I, to me, I think it was a little petty to say here he's fired from Public Enemy because a lot of groups, a lot of groups fall out, mm-hmm. but you never really hear people getting fired, fired from a group. from the group. Yeah. So, um, I think I think it was a little petty on his part. Yeah. <laughs> I guess my thing is, do they still tour and do shows as to where this meg this matters? Yes, they do. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they they ain't retired yet. They still perform. Gotcha. They do shows. Gotcha. So yeah. Okay. It's probably strictly a money thing. Yeah. Well, I think with him, his argument was that Flavor Flav has not endorsed a political candidate. So he kind of feels like if he goes, if you say public enemy is going to be at the Bernie Sanders rally, that assumes that everybody in public enemy supports Bernie Sanders. Yeah. And maybe he supports somebody else. Maybe he's a Biden guy. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. He probably don't give a fuck. Yeah. But, um, I I do feel like I honestly, I, I side with flavor Flav in this argument Mm -hmm. because you didn't have to say public enemy was going to be there. You could have just said Chuck D is going to do a performance. Chuck D of Public Enemy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because I think things get dicey when you get into politics. Yeah. Always. And if you want to make it clear that you support them, but not the whole group, you can't mm-hmm. speak for the whole. I think Chuck D thinks he speaks for the whole group. Uh. And I mean, he might think he deserves that because he's been the mouthpiece for 20, 30 years. Yeah. But you don't speak for everybody. 
and just use your own name. Don't attach the entire group name behind it. It probably was a thing where, you know, not, you know, a lot of people just don't know Chuck D. Yeah. Everybody mm-hmm. know Public Enemy. That's yeah. true. So maybe it's a thing where he just didn't want to go by, oh, yeah, Chuck D performing. Who? But he want that. Uh, yeah, yeah, especially if you, you know, a, a lot of younger people like Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. They, I'm, I guarantee a lot of them don't know who Chuck D is yeah. if, if it was on the flyer. They showed a video of the performance, and it was... Dry. The crowd did not know what the fuck was going on, man. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. I don't even know why they did that. I don't know why Chuck did that. He he be talking on his ass I, sometimes. I uh, I got to talk about that one performance, a juvenile. Yeah, I'm sick of that type of stuff. A lot of people are saying, "Oh, well, it's kind of cool." Blah blah blah. I don't like it at all, man. Yeah. It's, to me, it's a to me. You better off bringing a clown on stage and just entertaining the crowd. <laughs> I, just, I just don't like it, man. Because it because I think it's I think all of this started once. Um, I know it's been going on before, but mm-hmm. I think it's even more now since Obama uh, that first year Obama got yeah. elected. Yeah, because um, Obama did the whole Jay Z uh, free concert, mm-hmm. and it worked. It, it really worked. And then um, I want to say that oh the the first year uh, the year Hillary was yeah. running. Hot she, sauce in his purse on yeah. Breakfast Club. Yeah. Remember, she did the concert, the J. Cole, Beyonce, and yeah. the Chance the Rapper, all that stuff. So you start seeing a lot more uh, politicians pretty much doing this. So nah, I just hate it, man. I, it, it looked stupid. The, the politician, I don't even know who the guy was, but yeah. he, he, he looked stupid. I, was, I hate this, man. I'll say this much because I generally agree with you. I don't care if it's an artist who is known for doing that type of shit. Like, I didn't care if Chance did it. I don't care if Jay-Z does it because, you know, he's a political business guy, whatever. Um, I don't care if they do it. I cared that Public Enemy was even involved in something like this. When they're supposed to be revolutionary black militant music. Don't put them in this shit, man. I want to hear fuck every president from Public Enemy. <laughs> I don't want to hear, oh, vote for this vote cracker. For, yeah. it's kinda, <laughs> no, it's I don't want to hear that it's shit. It's kind of like KRS-One yeah. endorsing the president. Or dead prez, man. Yeah. If they endorse somebody, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. That's not what I want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jay-Z, one thing. Chance is one thing, not you. Let yeah. the mainstream people support them. Don't You ain't got to go there. Mm-hmm. So that annoyed me, the fact that a group like that would be involved in something like this. I thought that was corny. Juvenile, you don't belong in any kind of political. You know what kind of music you make, and you know what kind of song that he is. clearly for the check. It was yeah. clearly for the money. I hope they got paid, man. I hope they didn't do that bullshit for I free. Think, I don't think yeah. so. Because that was disgusting. Um, I don't want to see some old white middle-aged guy Working and doing whatever the fuck he was doing to back that ass up. It was embarrassing, man. And the fact that people actually retweeted it and enjoyed it, that annoyed me too. (laughs) This shit's not, these aren't games we playing here in politics, man. Shit's serious, dog. They using us as props. Yes. Don't, we ain't your fucking, we ain't dancing for y'all, man. And and look, I get it because this this ain't new. Uh, Remember 50 Cent Adores, uh, I want to say it was Mitt Romney. Yeah, back probably. in the day, but I'm it's it's getting worse now, man. Yeah, like I'm not saying it's like it's all new and all this other stuff, but it's getting way worse now, and I think it's gonna get worse from this point. Next, we gonna see newer artists like a you know Migos at a at a rally and all this other stuff. It's getting dumb, man. And it's they annoying. doing it, they doing it. They grab the uh, the black people. Votes. Yes, 
And you know what? I don't even blame them. You know who I blame? The motherfuckers who see one white guy dance and say, oh, he invited to the cookout. Yeah. Invite to the cookout Twitter is yeah. to blame for all this bullshit, man. Y'all on Facebook, y'all liking this shit just because one guy was rapping on beat one time. Yeah. Y'all are to blame for this bullshit going on, not them. They just plan to their whatever they think it get a reaction. You know where um, it kind of started from? It started from Bill Clinton. Remember the first yes, year Bill saxophone, Clinton was, yes, yes, on Arsenio. He was invited to the cookout yes. from that. Oh, that, that, our first that black play. president. Yes. Yeah, fucking yes. LeBron James, man. Another <laughs> rant now. Oh, yeah, oh, no, yeah. Bill Clinton came to a Lakers game, <laughs> and this goofy motherfucker LeBron James <laughs> said, oh, look, we have the first black president here. Oh, yeah. God, man. I'm sick of LeBron, man. I'm Damn. sick of LeBron, dog. <laughs> like, I want... See, after the Kobe thing, I was a lot lighter on a lot of athletes and what they go through. I'm back on my hating shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. The goodwill is run out. I hate shit like that. LeBron, you corny as fuck for that, man. Come on, it's 2020. <laughs> that joke got old in 1996. Yeah. <laughs> so, man. anyway. Yeah. Rant over, man. That's, yeah, that's where that started, too. That was, yes. pan, that was probably the first... President or politician pandering. Yes, because the most, he won the most everybody. One at least he yeah. won every he won every black person over with that. Yes, <laughs> and it, the the comic view jokes never stopped since then. Oh, yeah. yeah, he got his dick sucked too. He definitely the black president. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that been going on for almost twenty years yeah. now too. <laughs> it been in songs and all this other stuff. Yes, that that was before Obama got in. But yes, yes, that was the first oh, black president. Yeah. Do y'all oh, remember man. the whole rock the vote? And uh, the campaigns did he used to vote or die? Yeah, yes. vote or die. Yes. So vote I think or that die, was yeah. the beginning of of, yeah. of it all. Did he makes everything worse? <laughs> yeah. Everything he touches turns to shit, man. <laughs> um, all right, rant over. I can cool down a little bit. Um, other things that happened this week, man. Uh, so Waka Flocka said he was a whack rapper. Do you guys agree? Here was his actual full quote because he was talking about how he made a certain amount of money and after that he didn't think he should be rapping no more. I'm gonna be upfront honest with you. By like 2012, 2013, I had $30 million. At that point in life, I'm being real, my dead brother. Why was I rapping? What the fuck? What am I rapping about? I'm rich. I want to be rich. So from that time to right now, I want to figure out how can I become a billionaire mm. and a multi-millionaire off of business. Because I did it with rap. I was a whack rapper. Like, I knew I was whack. But I was real. See what I'm saying? My realness overcame my whackness. Wait, you, you, you think in hindsight, you think in hindsight you were whack? But my favorite rapper is DMX, Nas, mm. Karis Ones. You worked on your craft though, like, <laughs> by the time by, I by can't time, rap like them folks. By the time they put me and K-Dot in the booth. <laughs> hey, man, he go out. I like rap. But is right. that the only thing that makes a, a rapper whack? Like, if you No, for me, this is just me talking for me. This is me. I'm a Gemini. So oh, my God. only friends go be me. I'm gonna be upfront, honest with you. Okay, I was with him until he said the Gemini shit. He <laughs> lost me there. Uh, but this has been a uh, topic of debate. A lot of people are saying that Waka's tripping. He was actually a dope rapper and he made good music. So what do you guys think? I think I think Waka is very, his opinions are very interesting. I feel like there are times he's really onto something and then he just like crashes and I don't know what the fuck he's talking about anymore. Like, but this. 
I think he was a good rapper at the time for what it was. I think his his field of mu- his style of music was a different in his own lane as a as opposed to a conscious rapper. But I get where he's coming from as in the sense of the rap that he appreciates. He knows he wasn't delivering, so maybe that's why he. I I get why he's calling himself whack. But I thought. Hey, we went hard in the paint for years, okay? And I I don't know. I I still like Flocka. Those songs still jam. Yeah. So. I think he was right, man. I think he was right. And remember, um, he wasn't originally a rapper at one point. He was a hype man. Yeah. He learned to rap on the fly. Yeah. He, the only thing he had, he had the sound, he had the, um, the energy and, and the look. That was it. He wasn't a lyricist guy at all. And um I think he I like him being honest about this, man. I think he um he was he, uh a lot of women liked him before anybody knew who he was. Mm-hmm. He used that to his, his advantage. He had the image, the tattoos, the dreads, the um and the energy, man. That's all you need in this day and age. You don't necessarily have to know how to rap. But um I think he right, man. I I respect him for saying this. I agree, um, and I, I like the fact that he can look honestly and say, "Look, in the pantheon of great rap, I was rap. I, I was whack." You know, I like the fact that he can be humble and honest about that because it seems like he's not deluded. He knows what he made. Yeah. There's rappers worse than him that would say they're dope rappers and yeah. say people like Jay Z and Eminem are corny. Well, Eminem is corny, but <laughs> he's a good rapper, though, <laughs> technically. So um, I I can appreciate the fact that he knows what good rap is. He has a appreciation for the art form, and he didn't just use it to get over. Like, he was a fan. So I, I respect that. That being said, man, I'll listen to a Waka Flocka album over KRS-One every day, man. Call, mm-hmm. call it what it is. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, I f- yeah, I feel you. Yeah. I, will, I would put him above anything, any because that shit, his first, Flockavelli is a fucking classic, man. Yes. Flockavelli is classic back-to-back bangers, dog. It <laughs> represents a whole era of just getting hype. Yeah. And uh, I still bump that shit in the gym every time. That shit still goes hard, man. So he knew his lane and he stuck in it. And I think that on that end, like he did what somebody like him was supposed to do. Yeah. You know, so I respect it. That was around that time where you necessarily didn't have to be a lyricist. Yeah. That was, that was a, he's a perfect example of just being hype, having an image and just, you know, saying anything over a a, a good beat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's all he did. And I, I respect it. Yeah. I, I really respect it. I do too, man. You know, I, his other, I love his other. Um, it was a mixtape. It was a mixtape with him and French Montana. Mm-hmm. That mixtape was one of my favorite mixtapes for really? him. Really, yeah. him and what was the other guy? OJ the Juice Man. Yeah, and him OJ and Gucci Juice. and like, yeah, it's a cool little I click, used, man. That I used era to, was bomb. I used to think he was so so damn corny, man. OJ the Juice Man. Yeah, but now I kind of got more respect for him. I, when you go back to it, he was actually saying stuff. But um, him being on that independent label and kind of his whole roller, I felt like they kind of fucked him over a little bit. Yeah, I think Make the Trap A was a terrible introduction for him, man, because he sounds uh, super whack on that song. That song rides, though, man. I like that song. I like that song. Oh, but, man. But um, he had a lot of, I think he had a lot of good stuff, man. He, I think he's somebody that's underappreciated in that era. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, other things that happened this week. Uh, oh, real quick, I was gonna say, did y'all see Juicy J? having trouble he was having trouble oh yeah with- he made a fuck columbia song or something <laughs> like that but then the next day he tweeted it was all good he, yeah <laughs> i so seen him like, tweeting i'm like oh shit he was yeah. going in and I, I listened to the song he released it on soundcloud i'm like okay yeah i'm, I'm columbia, like okay thinking not my slave <laughs> he, and he put the prince uh fucking picture when he was having a fight with warner brothers and wrote slave on the side of his head it was a fucking oh, yeah. juicy J. like i don't give a fuck about this nigga no more man so is he not going to be what what um what label was he supposed to be the record exec for he was speaking it into existence but it doesn't seem as though he's been named yet juicy J. yeah do y'all remember that it I was don't. a while ago we actually talked about it um, Juicy J, I don't know if, it, I, uh, I don't know what label it was. It was like an A and R or something. Yeah, he he was coming into some type of A and R position or, um, I can't remember. Let me look, but, um, it was more self proclaimed than anything. No, like no one from the actual label. Oh, had Taylor said Gang. It. Was it Taylor no, Gang? No, it's not oh. Taylor Gang. I know he's a member <laughs> of Taylor Gang. It was like a legit. I don't want to say it was Interscope. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Back in November, I I brought it up. November 2018, Juicy J hints new gig as president of Columbia Records. Yes, y'all remember us talking about that? And then after after him hinting at it and and speaking on it in interviews, that was the end of it. Then he says "fuck Columbia" and makes a song about him. Yeah. Very weird. Now this was 2018, though. This was 2002 like years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So That's maybe, weird. yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, here's the thing. Stop involving us in your label bullshit, man. We don't care no it, more, honestly, dog. We, it's, it's bad and to we the, say this as having had a whole hour-long debate yeah. about Megan <laughs> Stallion, but still. It's, it's, like I said, it's bad to the Megan thing. People try to use us to, you know, hey, they wrong, they're yes. wrong. And, you know, we don't know the other side. Yeah, We just looking at as our, one of our favorite people, Juicy J, in trouble. Mm-hmm. And we say, oh, you need to stop that. You yeah. need to stop that. We want more music. They're using us as pawns. Yeah, seriously. It's <laughs> fucking, yeah. I'm I'm over it now. I'm over it with the the Carl Crawford thing hit different because you're attacking a certain person and he's local. With yeah. Columbia, what the fuck are we supposed we to do? We don't know <laughs> shit about Columbia. Exactly. Like, attack the head. He don't even know who the fuck Juicy J is, I'll bet. Yeah. He don't even know Juicy J signed to Columbia. Probably to, whoever the president is of Columbia. Yeah. yeah, to me, that's like, you know, for the company we work for, if they did something to me, then I sh- I go out on Twitter like, hey guys, this company is doing me yeah. wrong. Hey, let's let's band together and hashtag so and so so. Yeah, don't nobody care. They got no problems being a radio yeah. company. They don't need. <laughs> they ain't worried yeah. about one person whining. And then on Twitter. why would somebody go out all out and say, oh yeah, so I could get paid? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's corny, and yeah, it, it is what it is. Other <laughs> shit that happened, um, Nicki Minaj's husband got arrested for failure to register as a sex offender. Hmm. Interesting. This, yeah. So, for people who don't know, and I'm not saying it's because I am one, because I'm not, but <laughs> I just know how you're supposed to do it. When you're a sex... <laughs> <laughs> when you have been... Uh, deemed a sex offender in court. Um, and you, when you're out of prison, or if you even did prison time, uh, you have any time you move to a new state, you have to register in that state as a sex offender. And if you don't, the laws come for you. And that's basically le- alerting the law to the fact that, yes, you are in town and they'll probably be keeping an eye out on you. 
So, uh, Mr. Petty, um, he had to appear in court. I guess he's fine now, but he was arrested. And I want to see what the actual original charge was for. Here's the problem. Here's the main problem. It could go all type of different ways. Yeah, because I don't really care about this nigga. I'm not going to talk about his past or whatever he did. But the problem is Nikki can't stay off IG and she want to post her whole life on IG. If you're going to date a nigga like this, you know, I don't know what happened. So I'm not going to judge without knowing anything. But when you're somebody like Nicki Minaj, this got to be something you keep on the down low. Yeah. You can't be posting this nigga in all of your posts, letting everybody know where he is. People yeah. will Reminding up. them yeah. that you're dating a sex offender. Yeah. Don't remind. If you're going to date somebody this problematic, keep them in the background. Yeah. Just look look like you single if you got to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But don't promote the fact that you love this nigga so much when we know what he's been accused of. Yeah. You can yeah. look it up on the internet. Yeah. It's pretty easy now. So you are ruining your own career brand by and your brand by attaching yourself publicly to this man in every post you make and bragging about him and talking about how great he is, which she does yeah. all the time. It's kind of funny. It's I, I've seen a lot of people comment pretty much saying this is just a rebound guy to get back at Meek, which I think is hilarious. Come on. I man. don't think so. No, yeah, I think, she knew yeah. him way before. Yeah, but... um. I don't know. I I, I don't want to say this because this probably a, this more of a theory. I guess mm-hmm. it's weird that how a lot of stuff around Nikki comes back to some type of uh uh sexual predator, mm-hmm. some type of thing like that. It seemed like a a, a law and order a law and order SVU type of case. So I don't know if something happened in her past or where she feel more comfortable towards you know people that went through something like that like i don't know what this guy did mm-hmm. it could have been something real petty that you know i know a lot of people who got literally his name is petty yeah, <laughs> yeah it could have it could have been something where you know he was in the wrong place at the wrong time and end up going to jail or something like that but it's kind of interesting that she's it, it seemed like everything around her leads back to something like this Whoa. where her brother you know the whole you know her, her kind of defending her brother a little bit which you know i understand mm-hmm. but then you know this guy she's married to now kind of went through something that leads back to like a svu type of crime so it's to me that's a little interesting i don't here's the thing i don't think these things are related i don't think it's very like i get what you're saying but i don't think they have they're indicative of anything I think the real thing, the problem with Nikki is like inside she's a hood rat at heart. Yeah. And like she likes being in this type of environment with these types of niggas. You know, you see she's always in drama. She's always yelling at somebody. She act like a chick from the hood, even though she's a superstar now. So I mean, she is a chick from the hood. I think she feels comfortable in that environment around those kinds of people. I'm not saying rapists, but her brother, that's her brother. Okay. She don't side with him no matter what. I don't think that has anything to do with this. This is just a nigga who was doing street shit and doing dumb shit and then got caught up eventually. But she thinks that's sexy. A lot of women think that's sexy, but that's a whole other conversation for another day because we only <laughs> have time for what a bro knows now. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I don't I don't know. She just has a type and she likes the street dudes and he's a street dude and he got a record and it's just the worst kind of record to have if you're a superstar. But 
is what yeah. it is. Do you have any thoughts, Jasmine, on your favorite rapper, Nicki Minaj? I, I find I do find it interesting that this guy has a similar offense as to what her brother was just convicted for. Like, I don't mm. think that. I don't know. I don't know. Um, reading reading online, he was convicted and served time for a rape when he was 16 years old in New York. Yeah. So I don't know the you know the details behind that. I'm sure and people in New York can look it up. But this happened in 1995. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But I just. I don't know. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't. I don't not. I don't care about Nikki and her choice in men, and her decision making. I don't care. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> it just seems like everything she's around leads back leads back to that. If I was a, if if I was a superstar and I had a, a a brother who you know convicted a rape or something like that, mm-hmm. something similar to her brother, I would probably try to stay away from that type of deal. Try to surround myself by different around different people, but it seemed like everything is kind of around that. Well, here's the thing, and, and and that was difficult for people to hear, but there are different categories of what is described as a rape. It is, and, that's, and see, that's why I want to give her husband the benefit of the yeah. doubt. Like, like it could have been a some type of Takashi Six Nine, um, wrong place, wrong time type. Apparently, of thing. he was 15 years old. This girl was 16 years old. What his brother yeah. did or is accused of doing is way worse. Yeah. You yeah. know, a grown man with a child. Yeah. This was a little different. I don't know how it shook out, but yeah, I'm not going to defend him either. I don't know him. He seemed yeah. like a, a thug asshole, basically, but I don't know. Yeah. 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 Like I said, it's just like on the outside, I mean, on the outside looking in, it just is like, what? whoa, this is a little crazy. I think people would be looking at me crazy. If, oh, yeah. If, if I was in that same situation where I had a brother who, you know, did this to a little kid, mm-hmm. and I was dating somebody who was, you know, who was a, a registered sex offender. Yeah. So it just it just looked kind of weird. I, you know, I you know I don't know the situation, but it just looked kind of weird for a superstar like her. It's just weird that she brags about him so much and brings him up so much. I don't think he even wants to be in a spotlight like that. Yeah. But he keeps putting her out there, and it's fucking weird, man. Yeah. But I'm whatever. surprised people not trying to go out and cancel her for. You know this type of stuff because people can get a little petty. Yeah, yeah. Her name is Petty, but yeah, I surprised people ain't trying to go out on that edge and cancel her for or it bring, keep bringing this up. It is kind of surprising, man. But I don't know. She ain't dropped a new album since she's been married. So maybe when the press run comes, the Cardi B team will come together and put together a cancellation package for Nicki. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. Um. Anything else you want to talk about? We are out of topics for this week. Unless anything else caught your eye. Um, anything else y'all saw? Movies, TV shows, which you be aware of. Um, there's some new shit on Netflix I gotta watch. Altered Carbon Season 2. I ain't watched that shit yet. Uh, yeah, I was about what to say, it? what is y'all watching? Because I feel like we never talk about no TV show. I want to watch what y'all watch. So we can at least have some... Uh, fuck. What, what I watch, Ryan, is not finna watch. Oh, hell no. Loving Hip Hop. No, I don't even watch Loving Hip Hop. Real Housewives. I don't watch none of that. Mm. Uh... I, I know Figgy has watched Big Little Lies before, and this is a perfect time to get caught up because there's not a new season out. It's with Zoe Kravitz, uh, Reese Witherspoon. Who else? Nicole Kidman? Yeah, Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Um, yeah, that show's really good, but that's on HBO. HBO? Yeah, it's an HBO show. HBO, but that's like, have you watched You? 
at no. all. You don't care to see it. What is that? It's about um, this guy that's guy. pretty much stalking. He's a stalker, and okay. the world, the whole world, had like, was going crazy about it because season two came out, and he's just even crazier now. Okay. Um, what else? Have y'all seen Love Is Blind? I was gonna or say that. To watch that. That's the, exactly the it's show a, I had in mind that I said a, Ryan oh, is not gonna Netflix, watch. I've never seen it. It's it, a Netflix show. Mm-mm. It's like a dating it. show, right? Yeah, it's like, it's like. I've never watched The Bachelor or Bachelorette, but it's like a dating show in the sense of every like these people, these candidates are talking to each other via a wall. Like there's a wall in between. They can't see each other. And they get a certain amount of time with each person a day. And then at the end of the show, basically, they end up marrying who they choose um, as their partner. So they only have it's like a 90 day fiance type of thing or something like that. Like they marry, like basically you choose who you want to marry based on these blind conversations that you're having over time. I know you're not gonna watch it. No, <laughs> no. that's like a combination of several game shows from back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, that one where you're asking questions to people but you can't see their face. Yeah, that that dating game. I think it was on Martin one time too. Yeah, yeah. An episode about it. And then, like you said, Nine Day Fiance, where you got to marry somebody. Yeah, this is it. To me, like, it's a good show. Don't get me wrong. A lot of people have been talking about it's, it. It's a good, it's entertaining, but I think that marrying somebody is an extreme. Like, it'd be one thing, like, you have to date them for a certain amount of time, at least try it out. But I'm not about to marry somebody that I just, no. <laughs> Like, I will admit, crazy. I will admit, I used to watch some episodes of 90 Day Fiance because my girl used to watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't and... blame your girl. <laughs> <laughs> dog, I, you and, enjoy dog, it. Dog, it was a dog. That show is fucking hilarious, man. <laughs> honestly, it's fucking honestly. If it was on TV right now, I'd probably still watch it. Mm. It was fucking hilarious, dog. These people are so stupid. <laughs> It really is baffling, but it was entertaining, dog. I can't even lie. I'm not gonna actively seek it out. But if it was just on TV randomly, that show is funny as fuck, dog. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, but yeah, I haven't been watching anything. I want to see Alter Carbon with uh, Anthony Mackie is in it. It's a new What's show on Netflix. It? It's a sci uh, Altered Carbon. It's a show with Anthony Anthony Mackie is in it. It's kind of like the Matrix ish. Um, I'm gonna watch that shit. And besides that, I don't really know. Um, That's all you watch. That's I'm gonna oh, watch that okay. this season, but I, I don't really watch. Man, we're fucking busy, dog. No, no, no. I feel a whole you. lot of time to watch yeah. TV. Yeah, I'll be trying to think of some stuff. Like, dang, we need to talk about some more. We need a group. Yeah, we, power is ended, so yeah. we gotta yeah. think of something. Have y'all ever watched or heard of The Circle? That's on Netflix. Oh uh, no, I don't. I don't want to lie to you. I don't know exactly the 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 motive behind the show or what the goal is. But I know it's just like, basically these people are living in this one apartment building and based on social media, they can either choose to be a catfish. They can either choose to be themselves. They can either choose like, it's a, it's, it's a really good spin on how life really is right now and how people, how you never know really who you're talking to. But okay. I, I, I don't know. I've only watched a few episodes with Ashley a while ago. And, but I don't know if it's like, I don't know what the conclusion of the show is. I just know that these people are living in this house and they're pretending to be. It's a reality be, show. Yeah, it's a reality okay. show for sure, but they're pretending to be, some of them are pretending, some of them are being themselves, and then you get to call out who you think is faking. But I don't know what the what the objective is after that. Hmm. Like, I know they get, you know, voted off the show or whatever the case may be, but I don't I don't know what the winner the winner gets. Okay. It's pretty good. Okay. I've been watching The Outsider. About it. I've been watching The Outsider. Is that good? 
I think it's pretty good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I've been kind of hooked. But um, that's a show I got to watch with my wife. Yeah, because we both start watching it at the same mm-hmm. time. So I can't. Oh, don't get ahead of me. Yeah, I can't watch it without her. That's the mm-hmm. thing. But um, yeah, it, it was one show I was watching. It was called the um the island. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard of that. I think it's a Netflix show. But um, I me and her actually I started watching it first. So um, I'm watching it, and then she got into it with me. Um, watching it and um tell me why this bitch she started she finished the whole series without me mm-hmm. so she i guess she was just so into it where she ended up finishing and she ain't tell me i ended up finding out because i went back to it mm-hmm. and it showed that i watched all of the episodes so that's the only reason i found out she watched it all so mm-hmm. i kind of been holding that over her head a little bit i was gonna say man uh it's funny how only women care about that shit <laughs> Only they care about, oh, we got to watch it. Like, honestly, I'd rather watch the TV show alone. Me too. Because then I got I ain't got to explain it to you because you talking through the whole thing or want to know what's going on. Okay, sidebar now. Uh, now uh, I'm heated again. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I'm heated again. I, I was watching a TV. I went over, over to see my mom and my parents. And w- tell me why it takes my mom and my sister three hours to watch a one-hour show. What? They fucking... They, How's that possible? Because they pause the goddamn show <laughs> to talk, and then they get mad if you talk over, like, fucking, they keep pausing the fucking... So <laughs> they, they pause it pausing. to talk about the show? They pause to ask what's going on. Oh, they pause man. to have a side conversation. But, if somebody's talking... Go ahead. But would you rather them talk over the show that you're watching, too? We have subtitles for a reason. Uh. Like, read the shit. Like, I hate the fact when some, you gotta explain what the fuck... That's why I would rather go watch a movie. You can't stop a fucking movie. If you, ain't, if you, you lost, to the you movies. lost. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I hate the on-demand viewing where you gotta pause it, Talk about what's going on. Explain what's going on. Sometimes you don't know what's going on in the show. Yeah. Why don't women understand this? Yeah. Sometimes things happen and you don't know why they happen until later. Yes. But they pause the show and then ask you what's going on. <laughs> Bitch, I don't know. <laughs> so I really think that I am one of those people. I don't necessarily. Three hours is extreme. But I feel like, yeah, no, I'm the type of person like uh, there's a reason. That's the reason why I haven't watched a lot of stuff because I feel like I need to be paying attention. I need to know what's going on from beginning to end. If, if I get lost, I'm going to rewind it. And I'm going to figure out what yes, I just missed. rewind it all the yes, time, too. I'm going to rewind yeah. it and figure out what the fuck I just missed because I want to know. I don't want to miss anything. Mm-hmm. I don't want to miss My anything. My mom is notorious with the rewind button, too. <laughs> My sister. She didn't ask you to do it. No, well, my sister will make a side comment about, "Oh, did you see so and so?" My mom will say, "No, I didn't see it." You can just explain what happened real quick. Yeah. She got to rewind it <laughs> yeah. to see it oh, again. Man, that see, would piss I, me but off. I appreciate that because oh, I want to see man. just what you saw. I want to <laughs> see the details. <laughs> so when we get ready to sum this show up at the end, I know what you're nah, talking about. I would be pissed, man. If if, <laughs> if somebody showed the text message and oh my god. Just tell me what it said. You, you ain't got to rewind it so I can see the text message. Yes. Like, just tell me what happened at that point. Oh, Drake, Drake coming tonight. Like, I don't need to, I don't uh, need to rewind, rewind and see that. It. Yeah. It was 20 minutes ago. Then you got to rewind. Oh, you went too far. I got to go back now. Oh, my God. You know God. it's worse because I ain't going to lie. I'm, I, 
I sometimes ask like, oh, what happened? Because sometimes she might be like, oh, and I, I would say my natural thought is what happened? Yeah. Because I might have missed it. Don't stop it and try to rewind it so I can try to catch it. No, bitch. Tell me what happened. Oh, man. Yeah, you ain't got to stop it and then rewind it so I can see it. If I if I could create, like, my own version of Netflix, it would have, like, a limited number of pauses and rewinds and stops. <laughs> and after a while, you just got to watch this shit. Yeah. Because this shit be killing me, man. It was the same thing with my girls, the same thing with my parents, with my mom and my sister. They had to re- stop and rewind and talk about shit, and it takes so long to watch one thing, man. man. Drives me fucking crazy. <laughs> <sighs> man. Had to vent that. I had to get that out, man. Okay. Yeah, what was y'all watching? Um, I don't even know. We were watching uh, some. We were watching a documentary about toys, which is funny because <laughs> like, who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they had to rewind to see. Oh, the Power Rangers were made this way. I'm like, who cares? You just keep watching it. Yeah. <laughs> but they treat everything like I it's say, a why drama. Why you got to pause that? Because they got to see everything. <laughs> if my mom laughed at something, she got to make sure my sister laughed too. So she got to rewind it and do it she again. She got to make sure my sister yes. laughed. Yes, I'm, I'm getting sick of it, oh, man. It's, man. I got to talk shit about oh, Rocky man. now, man. Man, y'all, my sister is just yeah. They wild. They wild. They I wild. do uh, have a what a bro knows. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not personal, so oh, it never oh, is. Wink, wink. No, it's it's a debate. I saw it on The Shade Room. And this girl basically said, by the way, a work husband is just someone you have a... Oh, I was going to bring that up. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah. It's just someone you have a flirtatious banter with. They buy you snacks, etc. That's it. You're not actually meant to fuck them. That, my dear, is called an affair. So, for context, um, the way I saw this unfold Mm -hmm. is a woman who I guess is very Twitter famous, she put out a a tweet saying, uh, women, come DM me about the most foul shit you did with your work husband. Um, It's a safe space. So she posted the DMs. Of course, she blocked out the names. But basically, she posted the DMs, and it was things ranging from I kissed him once, we made out, he bought me a bunch of stuff, to we straight up fucked one time and then some people are saying we fucking we're still fucking and he's married but we're still gonna keep fucking and it was some very very wild things going on with the work husband and work wife and that's kind of spawned a whole debate about whether you should have a work husband or work wife <laughs> and what that even means Man, yeah so what is y'all's take on that number one what do you see as a work husband and work wife how do you define a relationship and do you think it's okay to have one if you're married or in a real relationship. I'm not in a real relationship, so I think that it's great. I, well, no, <laughs> I'm not in a real. I'm not in a relationship, so I think it's okay now. But I think that I would definitely have a problem with my significant other having a work wife because I, I don't know. It's weird because I agree with what she said. You just because you have a work significant other does not mean that you are fucking that person does not even mean that you're attracted to that person or you're dating that person like y'all just always together type shit like so one of you is in a relationship mm-hmm. and uh would you still be okay with having a, a work hubby no i think or that you, I, or no, no okay no i would have to explain like you know i don't feel comfortable <sighs> Although, although I feel like I would probably sound stupid, but just for my sanity and the sake of my relationship, I would have the conversation to be like, I, you know, some of the stuff we used to do, I just really 
can't I need to be more respectful at this point. But I don't I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. I think I think that whole conversation and just that that gets real that's a slippery slope. That is a slippery slope. A work husband and yeah. wife is is well, interesting. I, have, I think uh, I definitely have a work wa- husband, though. And I think the office definitely thinks do? I have oh, a work yeah. husband. Yeah. Who is it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I just, I don't know. I think, I think it worked. I think it's okay because neither person has a significant other. Mm-hmm. I think when you start having a wife, if you are married to somebody, you damn sure don't need a work husband or a work mm-hmm. wife. I think that's, that's a little inappropriate. Just the just the, the whole phrase of the name and what it, what it that whole phrase is just inappropriate to me. So how do you define for clarity a work husband work wife? Do you yeah. think how how far do you That's think it I goes? Was just about that. Do you far? think it's just eating together? Do you think it's just helping each other out, or do you think it's also like flirty talk? Also, like messing around, like play husband and play wife. Uh, do you think that's included too? No, I think it, I think there are situations where it is, but I don't think I think that if that's included, that's when it gets slippery. Because if you are flirting and you're mess, you're actually physically messing around, then that then that's jeopardizing the relationship that you're in. Mm. I feel like for me, I'm not messing around or like I think that you help each other out, like y'all get each other food, like y'all eat lunch together, like. Um, you know, when y'all have corporate parties or things of that sort, you'll go together. But I don't think that mess, I don't think any, I don't think going um, beyond the lines of getting physical, I think that is when, when it gets, it gets messy. So if your work husband said, hey, sexy, would you think that's inappropriate? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think, maybe I'm thinking, maybe I think my work husband is a work best friend versus Calling because I don't know. I hmm. and I'll s I don't know. I don't think that that's okay. You don't think flirty talk is okay at all? Not if you have a significant other. Okay. No. Okay. Okay. I, w- I wouldn't want I'm not there as to where I would feel comfortable with that. Hmm. Maybe I need to do some more growing, but I'm I wouldn't be comfortable with my, my boyfriend or my husband calling another lady sexy at work and get buying her food all the time. So your main problem is the man doing it, correct? And yeah. Like your your boyfriend doing it, but if let's say your work husband did it to you, would you actually call him out or you'd be like, Oh, stop playing? No, yeah, I would call him out. Like I would okay. I would call him out respectfully and just be like, Hey, I don't feel like this is especially if it's something that I enabled to begin with and now I got yeah. a boyfriend, then I'm definitely gonna have to address it. Okay. But if it's like you know, if this is something that we've never done before, like if it's, if this just came out of left field and we've always kind of kept our work relationship in this type of box and you stepping out, then for me, that's that's more than work. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, I have thoughts, but I'll save them for last. <laughs> ah. Now, Figgy, what's your take on a whole work husband, work wife debate? I, honestly, I never understood it. I never really understood it. To me... If you having a say for instance a girl have a work husband and she's single in real life, I guess it's cool because you can kind of joke around. Y'all not really dating, I guess. So you know y'all might flirt a little bit, but to me, I never understood you know being married and having a a work wife or work husband, unless it's more of a thing. Like when back when I used to work at the group home, 
I used to work overnights, and um, a couple times I would work with um, a female. Mm-hmm. So we'd be there. We'd just be chilling, kicking it, uh, working, and all this other stuff. So that would be understandable to be like, oh, yeah, this is the work wife, blah, blah, blah. But I just never understood bragging about it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, that's something I wouldn't go around saying unless it was like an office joke. Yeah, I if think it, it's kind of... If understood. It, I don't think you have to tell people. Yeah, like, this is like my an office. official. Yeah, if yeah. it was, if it was like a little office thing where it's like, oh, y'all two always together, mm-hmm. or you know that type of thing, but it's nothing else, then I get saying, oh yeah, that's your work wife or that's your work husband. But if you kind of flirting too much, if you, you know, really making out and all this other stuff. Why is that a work husband? Yeah, that's an affair. That's, that's cheating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Well, a work husband, work wife supposed to be something like a little office inside joke. That's mm-hmm. what I thought. Yeah. But people taking it too far, that's cheating. <laughs> it is a thing. And it kind of goes back to what Jasmine said, but at least she said, you know, that she would be respectful about her own relationship status if somebody tried to come and with flirtatious talk. Yeah. I feel like most women don't have a problem with having a work husband, but they don't like the idea of their actual husband having a work wife. Mm-hmm. That's their whole take. Yeah. Why isn't it any different? Yeah. I don't know, but th- that's how women think sometimes. You know, it's okay if I do it because I know I'm just playing. Mm-hmm. But you, nigga, you serious? I think that's-, that's what would make me not do it because I I wouldn't want my guy to do it. Yeah. So why would I do exactly what I've asked him not to do and that's fair but a lot of women aren't fair that's and they think about it like that's kind of like the debate we had before about um a guy taking you out to eat and paying for your food and stuff but your guy can't take a woman out at her job to eat just so y'all know they shambled my comments somebody i can't remember somebody was not a fan of what i had to say oh shit what'd you Uh say when i was like no like um it's not a date just because we go out to eat. So mm. I, I need to find it. Somebody mm. tore my comments up. Oh, oh really? Where was this posted on? Facebook? It was on Twitter. Oh, damn. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very interesting. But the, uh, the gemstones came for you, huh? They did. And I was <laughs> like, get out. First of all, we're not dating. <laughs> yeah. So I'm looking at the tweet right now, and it really is a debate. You have some people saying there's nothing wrong with flirty talk. And then other people saying that, you know, it's not supposed to happen if you're actually in a relationship and that's an emotional affair. Even if you're not fucking, yeah. they think that flirty talk is going too far. Yeah. If you actually have a boyfriend or a husband or yeah. a wife or a the, girlfriend. The whole cheating definition, it like it, a lot of people move the goalposts. It depends yes. on how you feel, because some people might not feel it's a big deal. But some people feel like looking at somebody else's ass is yes, cheating. Yes. Yeah. So, Buying somebody lunch is cheating. Yeah. Getting. So yeah. So I think um yeah. I think I think that's something you shouldn't even brag about. Unless it's like an office joke. You shouldn't go home saying, Oh yeah, the work husband, um, um, he he made a bunch of copies for me for this, blah, blah, blah. I don't think that's something that you need to brag about or say. Like if I had like a work wife. I wouldn't go around bragging about it. It'd be something that I kind of think in my head. Like, okay, this the one I'm going to go the extra step for. Or this the one I'm going to sit and have lunch with. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't brag about it like, oh, yeah, this you know, this my work wife. Unless it was like an inside, like an office joke. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a weird, it's a mix, man. You see, I guess it just depends on the person. 
because yeah. I think a lot of women, they, a lot of women think if you even talk to another woman, it's cheating. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I think a lot of men think that way too. Like if you got a dude at work that you're telling our personal business about, they will be pissed. That's kind of cheating too. See, yeah. and yeah, that that I think that is more on a woman's end. Mm-hmm. I think that is where on, more on a woman's end, and a guy, depending on that that relationship, that's when that gets blurry, yeah. and that's when that gets like more. That's when that becomes an affair, in my opinion. I've had emotional affairs, I'll admit. Mm. Like, I've had a lot of women come to me and, like, we were close and they'd tell me about, you know, what they boyfriend doing or what they going through. And I would always be a comforting arm to lean on. (laughs) But I would never, like, like I said, I'm not a dirty macker. So I would never actually, you know, try to make a move or fuck them if I knew they were actually in a a good relationship. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I try to be fair, but a lot of niggas are dirty. So don't trust them. Yes. Tell me about it. It's rough. It's rough. Um. So yeah, they really came for you, though, huh? That's interesting. I'm trying to find it. I maybe <laughs> I know I didn't imagine this. Damn, I hmm. missed this. Yeah, I did too. I guess <laughs> that's funny. But um, anything else going on? Uh, coronavirus. South by Southwest was canceled, which is yeah. really crazy. Yeah, you hear us coughing in the background. Yeah, and shit. Yeah. we probably already got it, man. <laughs> Our days are done. Fuck it. But um, it is interesting because we had a uh, uh, fat Tony on, and he was talking about like the uh, the anxiety that the performance you know artists are having right now. The ones who make a living through touring mm-hmm. and live performances. If all these shows are getting canceled, how are you going to eat? Yeah, just you know. just imagine, you know, our work right now, you know, somebody say, hey, you know, we got to close all of this down. So yeah. you won't be getting paid. That's that's their work. That's your life, man. Yeah. Rent got to be paid every month regardless. Yeah. yeah. So it's very interesting. I think the scare. Honestly, that's the scariest thing about the virus so far. Yeah. It's not just the fact that it's spreading and that it's the flu, basically. But people it, losing money, people losing money, people being out of work. You know, Uber drivers losing business because nobody's going nowhere. Um, artists who can't perform because there's nowhere to perform. Like people don't, there are people who don't have nine to fives yeah. and they're getting fucked out here, man, because they don't know when it's just going to blow over. Mm-hmm. And it's tough, man. It's the economy is going to fucking, things are going to get worse before they get better. Man. So hopefully it ends soon, but uh, it's not looking too good. South by Southwest canceling was the first time that ever happened. Yeah. Ever, man. And, and that's where a lot of people eat. Yes. That's, yeah. that's like, I don't want to call it the Super Bowl. That's how people uh, get their music, big, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the talent show right there. Definitely. Definitely. And I think, personally, even though the event got way too corny and commercial, it still is a venue for... It's a for, huge event. Yes, a lot of artists All them to businesses go. around there, too. Yes. So, yeah. Very unfortunate, man, but hopefully things pick up again eventually soon and everybody's okay. Yeah, they ain't stopped that rodeo, yeah, though. But not, that's true. Yeah. That's true. That, that shit was going on still no matter what. Around. <laughs> <laughs> the attendance has yeah. definitely it. declined, though. It? I, I, uh. the, yeah, it's definitely declined. I know people around that are just, like, not going anywhere, yeah. and I, I'm honestly annoyed. I'm annoyed because I just feel like, obviously, you know, take sanitary precautions. But at the same time, if it's for you, it's for you. You're like, you can't. There's nothing you can do. Like, you can't stop living your life just because there's a virus. The flu is I think the flu is worse than the corona, according to some doctors, according to um, 
uh, video I just watched. Like he was so upset about the media and their coverage over this disease because they're not medical. Um, they're not in the medical field. Mm-hmm. They don't know exactly what they should be reporting. So we as a public are acting on what we see the media, but they're not yeah. the people we should be looking for for this information. So, I mean, I get it's a it's a serious disease, uh, disease obvi- I mean, virus. Um, people Fatalities have happened, but I'm still about to go to the fucking rodeo. The, the problem <laughs> like, is people watch too many movies. Yeah. And yeah. I think they saw the what was being reported about this, and they see things closing down, and are like, oh, shit, this shit's going to instantly kill us if we get it, if yeah. somebody sneezes on us. The thing is, man, and I've from what I've seen about it, um, the scariest thing about it to doctors in the medical community is that it's new, a new strand, mm-hmm. and they don't know how to deal with it. There's no cure for it. At least it's a flu shot yeah. that has a percent chance of working. There's nothing for this, and it's kind of new and more powerful. Mm-hmm. That don't mean you're going to die if you get it. Most don't get die if they get it, Yeah, but it's it, rough to deal with when it's brand new. And if yeah. I'm not mistaken, I think the those that are passing away, they either are already sick they're elderly already. Like, their immune systems aren't built to yeah, handle it. Or so it's not like, you know, us healthy people walking around that just pass out because yeah. we got the virus. So It's tough, man. It's tough. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say people are wrong for shutting stuff down because you do want to stop the spread. And you don't want to be, let's say one person has it and everybody who goes to South by Southwest gets that shit. Because yeah. honestly, man, festivals are fucking dangerous, period. Yeah. yeah. Every time I go to a festival, I get sick, yeah. I feel. Mm-hmm. So it's already a peachy disc, period. Yeah. So if you add that into, I'm not going to say they're wrong for canceling it, but it's just crazy that it actually happened. And All I know is they better get this under control before Astroworld comes back in November. Oh, well, I think it'll be under control by then. I hope so. I think so. I think the... When is it? I'm just saying November. You say November. I November? No, oh, okay. I have no idea okay. if that's really when. I was about to say, if it's in a couple months, yeah. it might be at its peak. <laughs> I think the Tokyo Olympics will get canceled. What do y'all think sucks. about Coachella? Because I've been really sad about not seeing Travis that's gonna and get Coachella. Canceled. I think it is, too. They yeah. herpes were spreading around that last year. Yes. So I really do think they're going to cancel it. I think so, too. Crazy times, man. Yeah, I would have never thought we'd kick out 2020 like this. Think, think about it, man. Kobe. The end of what? The world. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Uh-oh. Did the Bible say something about this? Because um, I, I don't know. Do you I, have any religious? I don't. I'm not going to speak uh, right. out of ignorance, but I... There, there are signs, signs around. Yeah, there okay. are signs. <laughs> I mean, I'm skeptical about that. It was funny because I was talking to my homeboy... And what, this dude is super conspiratorial, mm-hmm. but he also More is super, you? yes, well, <laughs> dog, you think I'm bad? This dude, he trips me out, man. And I was talking to him for the first time in a while, but he's super religious too. And he thinks everything connects back to the Bible. Everything connects back to the Bible. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I think he also thinks we're in the end times, but... I don't know if I'm going that far, man. I I, kind of do. I'm not going to lie. Every decade, we feel like it's ending. And then there's a new decade. Yeah. So (laughs) there there are peaks and valleys in life. Mm -hmm. Things happen. When 9-11 happened, we all thought that was going to be the end. We thought we were going to have another world war. Yeah. Sure, then, I thought 2000 was the end. Yes. Yeah, Just because it Y2K? hit y, the Y2K bug, yes. Yeah. I think for me, at least, this decade is one that I'm an adult. So I have, you know, the knowledge and the resources around me as to why I have. Now I can understand probably why my mom thought the world was going to end mm-hmm. in, in Y2K. 
versus, you know, me being Not a child at that yeah. time. I'm like, whatever. Like, exactly. So. It's, I don't know, man. It is a weird start to 2020, honestly, with Kobe and now this shit. I know that's, like, way different. Yeah. <laughs> but still, it just feels weird. Yeah. Um, it ain't started off too clean. Yeah, nah. Hopefully we get Juice? a better end to the year. Yeah, there was a lot of... Trump gonna win again, so there's that. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm really nervous. About... Did y'all vote? Mm. Would you like Would you like to answer that on the pod? Sure, I didn't. I didn't either. I was sad about I went. <laughs> Why didn't you vote? That line was wrapped around the building. Don't and let that stop you from I'm, your civic duty, Jasmine. That's the thing. It's so annoying because it's like, y'all know all these people are going to come out and they want to vote and they want to participate in the democracy of this country, but yet y'all don't have... Any y'all don't have nearly any machine as many as machines as y'all should, yeah. and y'all know y'all don't. So it's just like you are only the dedicated will stand in that two that two to five hour line yeah. to make sure that they vote. Because I didn't, and I what time did you a, go? I went. I, I went late. Okay, that's yeah, why. I went. Honestly. I went super because I mean your job will let you go. Technically, they ha- in Texas, I think they had to let you and go I vote. I had that conversation with somebody. I thought that go. it was a thing. I thought that normally in the past, I've received like emails or um, my employer addressing like, hey, if you want to go vote, you need to take it up with your manager or something like that. Like at least putting out a statement, mm-hmm. uh, letting you know that you have the opportunity to go vote during your work period if you want to. But... Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I get yeah. you. I get you. I get you. No, the lines were ridiculous from what I saw yeah. on TV because I didn't yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is yeah. where it is, yeah. man. It is where it is. I was going to be there damn near till midnight if they would have allowed it. Yeah. Nah, some guy waited in line for like seven hours. Yeah. So, yeah. Crazy. Crazy. It's, I, I wish it was a uh, easier way to vote, like from your phone or something like that, but I think that'd be more, that'd probably be worse. That, it'd, it'd be, be more easy hacked. to hack. Yeah. 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 yeah it'd and be I don't worse. think, I don't, look, votes, like the whole process. Do it matter? The whole no, I'm not even going uh, that far. Okay. That's a whole different discussion. But the process is already easily corruptible. Yeah, because not like y'all. We already said not having enough polling places, mm-hmm. um, big lines, um, and in the technology is not like fucking people from Harvard are building this shit. You know who knows who the fuck is building this shit? Anybody yeah. can do that. Yeah, yeah. Th- this things that easily get tampered with as soon as it went electronic. You know, people miscounting votes. Look what happened in Florida back in 2000. Like, the whole process is fucked up. And I don't understand why it hasn't been altered or edited. Like... We streaming music yeah. streaming is is, is the a shit thing that don't now. matter. Like, we get exactly, quick evolution. The exactly. things that do are hard to do for some reason. Exactly, not for and that's some by reason. Choice. For a reason. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So you seeing like I see now. <laughs> I see you. I see you. You get woke now. I see your third eye opening. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> that third eye right on the right, forehead. Sister. All right, we gonna put you in the koofy next year. <laughs> um. So with that said, I think we'll wrap up this podcast, man. Been long yeah. enough. So also shout out to Pavetex. Rob. Oh, yes. He came through and hooked us up with some drink and brought through uh, Fat Tony. He put us all on the Fat Tony. So appreciate that, man. Um, shout out to you. Next week. Yes. Uh, check out the Gems and Juice fan page, Gemstones and Juice Heads on Facebook. Shout out to the Gemstones and Juice Heads. Yes, yes. Appreciate y'all supporting us, man. We're going to keep it going. Bigger and better things this year. Um, anything y'all got going on y'all want to promote? I'm chilling, You're going to be anywhere at the rodeo this year. Um, I'm 
been at the rodeo almost every day, so okay. just stop by the bull activation. I won't necessarily be there, but no, say, you hi. Got all right, all right. say hi to the promo team and our talent out there broadcasting long and no, hard I say hours. you want to see Jasmine. Um, say bring Jasmine out now. Nah, don't tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan of the podcast. I want to see Jasmine. <laughs> Um, so yeah, check out, don't, don't let this fucking coronavirus stop y'all from doing shit, man. Yes, please don't. Like, yeah. obviously be safe and be we smart. We don't die anyway. Yeah. Exactly. If it's your Live time, your it's your time. That's how I feel about <laughs> it. Well, that's a it. terrible way to put it. Maybe, <laughs> you're going to die anyway, so yeah. might as well go get it at the rodeo. <laughs> nah, don't be put to fire. This is Houston, Texas, man. We ain't scared of shit. We survived worse than this. We survived the fucking flood that drowned the whole city, and we came back harder than ever. Oh, yeah. yeah. So fuck it, man. We're going to be all right. So, for the Ginger Juice Podcast, for my man Figgy and for the lovely Jasmine, I am Ryan Rocket, and we out. Peace.